0: Thanks for downloading this podcast. It's for personal use only and must not be rebroadcast, reproduced, or used in any form without permission. Tell your friends they can get their own copy by searching iTunes for Radio Lamont or visiting radiolamont.com.
1: Pit stop with just over an hour to go. And Inception McLaren, a little applause behind you there, Andrew.
2: Yeah, well, I'm down here with uh, Bas Linders here, who's running the team. Sean Goff's not here today, so Bas is running this outfit. And lots of high-fiving. Oh, high-five you, as well, Bas! Can we talk? Can we talk a second? Well, it's all going pretty well at the moment. What was that celebration for? Points?
3: Well, yes, uh, this is the eight-hour eight hour mark, and um, for the Endurance Cup, uh, you get by five points. Uh, so we, we scored the five points, and I think, uh, well, I, I will calculate it again, but uh, I think they, they cannot catch us anymore, so we should be uh, the IMSA Endurance uh, GTD champion.
2: Wow, congratulations on that. Thank well, this you. car's going so well, but I mean, you've been in racing a long time. I remember you racing yourself, Matt, and uh, it's never over until it's over.
3: No, no, of course not. No, we st- need to stay focused. We're going to try and obviously win the race, or at least be at the p- on the podium. Um, but yeah, the drivers have done an amazing job until now. Also, the crew uh, really pit stops has been like amazing, the best all year. So, uh, and also strategy wise, I think we have been perfect till now. But now, yeah, two hours to go, so hopefully, we can continue this streak.
2: I'm putting a McLaren right up there, that's great.
3: Well, yes, I mean, we've been doing good results with the McLarens for a while now, and uh, we're also Aging Le Mans, GT Champions, uh, and then GT Open Champions last year, so uh, the McLaren is just a good car.
2: How much of the team is British, how much is Belgian?
3: Well, I'm the only Belgian in the team, so all the rest is British, yes.
2: That's right. You know, uh, John, this is the only British team here.
1: It's amazing, Andrew. Considering the amount of British teams that we've had down through the years, Andrew, with Bas Linters there down in the pit lane, Inception uh, clinching the Michelin, they believe the Michelin Endurance yeah. Cup. Uh, for GT Daytona. Welcome back to the pit lane. Nick Damon is taking over
4: from Shear Adam. Hello, Nick. Hello there, giving you a bit of a rest and uh, greeted by a couple of uh, classic American cars just as the American left the pit lane. The 31, uh, Weaver Cadillac and the uh, Corvette race number three both came in for uh, just fuel and tyres and sent again. I'm just seeing now the uh, 25 uh, BMW, also the same standard stop. So, yes, uh, they're running through the, uh, the processes now after a more exciting driver change process a few minutes ago.
1: Nick, before I let you go, yep. I mean, officially on the timing screens, uh, it's still 18 degrees Celsius out there, 64 Fahrenheit. Does it still feel that warm? No, Is it's still, still warm. Pleasant?
4: No, it's still warm. It's, it's a very pleasant breeze. Uh, it's nicer than it was, but it's still, you know, I've still got, I don't tell anyone, I've still got the fire suit mostly of the undone. <laughs> Just get a bit of air in there.
1: <laughs> as long as you do it up, if you step over the hot pit wall, that exactly. that's It's
4: all about that. Zip it up at the right time, as I say. <laughs>
1: Moving right along from that, thank goodness it's a quarter past one back in the uh, UK. Nick Damon down there in the uh, pit lane, can always be uh, relied upon for a quote. Uh, Waxing crescent moon tonight with an illumination uh, of uh, 39%. Goes up to 50% tomorrow, by the way, it's a half moon tomorrow. Uh, And it is a beautiful, clear evening. That moon clearly visible this evening elio castro neves is just out uh, of the my shank racing with curb agagini number 60. young charger tom Blomqvist who put it on pole position is back in that car i feel it's not going exactly to plan for the number
4: 60. elio is it is it going to plan for the 60 or is it too early to tell
5: well certainly it's still uh, two hours into the race anything can happen this place is always decided in the last minute Certainly, we are pushing as, as hard as we could. I got some really dodgy times at one point there and uh, holding the zero two 2 and the zero one. one um, But in the end of the day, this race is so long. Even that it lo- sometimes doesn't look good, it, we, we're never gonna lose hope and I think uh, we still have a great chance.
4: Everyone's been talking about how once it gets dark, once it cools down, their car's gonna start to be great. Was your car great the last couple of laps?
5: Look, Tom has been doing a great job together with Ali. I know, uh, for me it was a little bit uh, neutral, as I call. But the car is good, and um, we just need to continue doing what we're doing, and um, hopefully for a little bit of a yellow. And if that, that happens, then all, um, all bets are uh, are off.
4: Thanks, Ali. He invites me up to his um, to his prep place. It's very nice up here. It's comfortable. Not bad, huh? Lovely. Oh, he's he gin and tonic.
5: Thank you. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, uh, you've got something in common, Nick, of course. You could always talk about a bit of uh, ballroom dancing, couldn't you, Uh, up with uh, Elio? Under review, that incident between the Corvette and the number 62 Risi Competizione Ferrari, Tonio Garcia, tapped into a spin by James Collado, is what it looked like. Let's see what the decision is. He's in exactly the same manoeuvre between two BMWs at the same point. And it's the.
6: There was no contact.
1: Paul Miller Racing Car. No, absolutely. Paul Miller Racing Car, Madison Snob, the inside of Robbie Forley. Uh, they fall back into line with prototype traffic. Three different categories going into turn one together. Actually, I should mean, that four different categories actually GTD, GTD Pro, LMP2, and a DPI all going into turn one together. My goodness, this is the absolute essence of what we expect to see as into the pit lane. Uh, from the lead of GTD has come Seb Prior, so this has now become a BMW battle for the lead yeah. in GTD
6: at the moment and those two have been locked together for uh, it hours, seems like, like hours <laughs> yeah it really does uh, and uh, yeah not far behind them only uh, well, well actually, actually less than that now it's only a second or so behind them is uh, not only Kiffin Simpson but also Marvin Dietz in the number 57 Winward Mercedes as well what so yikes
1: GDD Pro, GDD, LMP2, and DPI all going into turn one. Here's the Inception, a McLaren. Uh, is that back into the pit lane? That didn't seem to have been. Ah, no, that so just,
6: was just going out. Right, now. so yeah.
1: they, that is their stop after the top of the hour, isn't it? So they they planned to be out at the top of the hour so that they could get the points in Michelin Endurance Cup. We'll give you a rundown of that. GTD uh, Pro leader a uh, GTD leader, excuse me, Jordan Pepper has left uh, and Matt Campbell has come into the pit lane. He was leading. Uh, no, sorry. Matt Campbell has just gone by for FAF Motorsports. I think that means you've got uh, a Lexus with you, the remaining Lexus, the Pro leader.
4: Indeed. Ben Barnacott has hopped out of that car and uh, a man with the green and white helmet got in, so I need to work out who that one is. Uh, let's see if I can. Shit is shouting at I you. Know, for forever, I know, she I know. Sh- I didn't do my, re- my, re- my revision. I'll be in terrible trouble for that. <laughs> I'll find out from Ben who replaced him. But uh, yeah, so they do a standard service uh, four tyres, fuel driver. Barnicot has his helmet off. I might just go and see who endorsed it, the young man, see how he feels it's going. Ben, very simple question. How's it going? Um, pretty good. I mean, leading, so uh, that's where you want to be. Uh yeah the Lexus RCF GT3 was fine once a night hit really. Uh felt pretty comfortable in the lead there. Especially considering we only took two tires in that last stop, you know, the guys behind us, the Porsche Corvette, they all took four tires. So you know that was that was encouraging. We're we're lacking a little bit of straight line speed against the others, but um you know the car's handling extremely well in the corners. So yeah. Two hours to go, just uh keep everything crushed. Jack's the man's close out in this kind of race, so uh so J- yeah. Jack's into to the end then, is he? Yeah, Jack's into to the end. He's the man for the job. So, uh, you know, he's not more experienced than him in this car. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to see if he can get it done. Well, you can crack open a beer now, can't you? Better <laughs> not, just in case. But, um, yeah, I'll, uh, I, I don't think I'll be able to eat or drink anything until the and flag drops. Great stuff, thanks, Ben. That was the uh, battle. Ben Varnick, replaced by Jacks Hortsworth. That car did kind of come in from the lead because uh, as it peeled off from the pits as a lead, because course, when it crossed the start-finish line, that had changed
1: you will not be surprised to know, Nick, that I had in capital letters, Jack from Shea on the Twitter. Now, that's uh, uh, on the, uh, the Skype chat, should I say. It. Now, that battle between the two BMWs, the Turner Motorsport and the Paul Miller Racing, they are separated by core autosport in the pit lane. Sort of reminds me of the 1973 Cup Final, and it's a change in the pit lane as the BMW number one uh, of Paul Miller Racing gets out ahead, so just kind of underlining what both Wayne Taylor and Mike Shank were saying, and now it's Bill Oberlin versus Madison Snow so they came in together and they went out with uh, Madison Snow staying in the car, but getting a new set of Michelin tyres, they went out with Madison Snow at the head, now it was it's sort of those two following each other it was uh, incident as well another incident under in review also the the number 62 that's the second incident but this time James Collado with the number 25 BMW so seen it some pictures some stills actually a couple of people on at IMSA radio seeing well, the Ferrari was on the edge of the track and held its line. Um, yeah, true, but again, that door's going to close. That's a gap that's getting smaller. Out goes the, I'm not saying right or wrong, that's up to race control. The 66 gradient racing. Uh, NSX is heading out of the pit lane. Kiffin Simpson brought it in after a stunning stint from the young man. Took the fastest lap in GTD and he stayed in that car. All of the uh, confidence that's been shown in him by Gradient and the HPD Junior programme paid off in that stint. Well, two stints actually. This is his third stint, Jeremy, Kiffin Simpson in that car. When it gets probably. dark so quickly like this, it makes you think possibly it was longer than I thought because he he was in when Declan was here, but he's probably been out and then back in
6: again. Yeah, so yeah, we're, we're now an hour and 47 minutes to go, so there'll be one more pit stop. Here's a side-by-side battle between the two Cadillac racing entries. Number zero one one of Renga van der Zende trying to get past Earl Bamber. Earl says no, and ringa tucks in behind him. Boy, that was tight down the chicane. Second and third position going down to turn one, an hour and
1: three quarters to go 1 hour 47 minutes up over the top of the hill they've got a bit of clear track ahead of them. surprisingly it's the uh, Riley number 76 going round turn 5 which is the next car they will come along so they can race a little bit here
6: yeah but that incident definitely cost them time it cost them a couple of seconds compared to the race leader Philip Albuquerque who continues to pull away now that
1: number 74 is just out of the pits so on cold tyres for that Riley Brought tight and they will be back through they left the pit lane with equipment attached that's a drive through for that number Ooh, 74 ouch. they've worked really hard to get back into contention and Felipe Fraga will have to come back down through
6: the pit lane incident involving car 62 and three reviewed no action
1: All right. no action for that it's getting busy so the 62's in gyms. Collado is out. We'll keep an eye on that. Let's go down to Andretti Autosport and to Andrew Marriott. Well, remember a little
2: earlier, Josh Burnham was doing a fantastic job for Andretti Autosport, leading LMP3. I spotted Josh down here, now in jeans. You're done for the night, but you must be pleased with what you achieved.
7: Yes, yeah, so far so good. Um, I'm still at the moment on standby. Um, but yeah, there's an hour and 45 minutes to go. Uh, we've been in control most of the race. Um, we've got to finish it off. Uh, a little bit nervous.
2: Yeah, about Now, Josh, my memory serves me right. Oh, nine years ago, you were the big star of the uh, Wheel Euro NASCAR series, weren't you? <laughs>
7: Uh, I don't know about Star, but I used well, to... I think you won most of the races,
2: that. and then I think there was some strange business at the end of the season, and you got robbed of the championship.
7: Yeah, uh, I was doing okay, yeah, um, it was my first racing in Europe from Australia. Um, it was uh, a little bit of a hard introduction and things, but uh, yeah, I'm very grateful for that experience.
2: A, a kind of strange class to come to, really, from your background
7: yeah um i'm doing a lot of different sort of racing now predominantly in gt3 stuff in europe uh, and now obviously lmp3 in IMSA. so as a professional racing driver it's a very hard job these days um you go wherever the gigs are so i'll drive basically anything
2: i think this weekend you have put a few ticks against your name mate
7: yeah thanks very much fingers crossed
2: thank you josh
1: Let's see if we can have a quick word with james Collado, who seems to have been at the center <laughs> of everything um, cleared uh, of any fault in the clash with uh, Antonio Garcia but there's uh, also a little bit of bumping with the number 25 BMW the RLL BMW as well Nick Damon is there to ask the tough questions
4: uh, James has just given himself a very nice Ferrari branded drink that's a uh, you can get Fry branded brand everything now can't you Fry branded, hydra- Fry branded hydration very nice um, James Uh, That was quite busy towards the end. We saw the number 62 come up on the instant report several times. What was going on? Yeah, well, it's
0: fighting for a win. I mean, uh, we haven't got the pace and uh, I'm taking risks. But honestly, at first the BMW hit me off twice uh, in the same corner when I had the line. Uh, So I did the same thing back to make it fair and I gained the position. But honestly, it's quite scrappy out there. And then with the Corvette, that was another incident where I was on the outside for the, for the last corner, but the inside for the right, and he turned in and uh, he spun, so uh, I was fully alongside, in my opinion, but yeah, it's, uh, it's scrappy. but. This is Pity Le Mans. There's a lot of cars on track, and uh, we're trying to make positions back.
4: Well, in fair there's no further action with the Corvette. It was 50-50 with you and the BMW. You said you, you, were, you, you were both easing each other off at a corner. Which, which corner was it you were doing this easing off? Uh, it's a chicane
0: after the long straight. I don't even know the numbers. 10 and B. That's, that's quite a fun place to ease people off. <laughs> but, yeah, so, uh, I mean, it's, it's racing, and uh, we're in America. And you've got less than two hours to go. Daniel Serra's in the car. car-, 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 car- is he staying to the end now? I think it's difficult. We're struggling with, with uh, pace compared to the BMW. They've got a lot more straight line speed, hence why it's so difficult to overtake. However, um, yeah, we'll, see what, we'll see what we can do. Right? You know, um, it's hard to overtake. Last run for
4: this car night is the Ferrari 296 next year. I mean, have you been involved in the development of that car?
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, we've, we've been flat out, honestly. I've not been home for, for a while. Uh, a lot of testing with the 296 and the LMH and um, yeah, it's going to be good. Uh, hopefully it's in Daytona and um, it should uh, hopefully wow a few people.
4: And, and will you be wowing with it next year or, you, or do you have your eyes on a, a certain Ferrari hypercar? Um, nothing's confirmed.
8: <laughs> oh, big smile.
4: Thanks, James. <laughs> I could
1: hear the smile in his voice there, Nick. Yes. I could hear the smile in his voice. He was a little tense when you were pressing. Um, for the witness statement on the two incidents uh, in fairness but uh, he, he eased up towards the, the end there it doesn't matter what we think uh, race control of NF8 the Corvette one As I have to say most people watching on our international TV feed uh, thought that uh, that was uh, a racing incident didn't see the BMW one if I'm honest um, so true that it's well, I'm sure I hear a wee bit more about that. Michelin PRT, hashtag Michelin PRT for post-race tech. Uh, we'll get you through to the chequered flag in an hour and 40 minutes, 100 minutes to go. We'll grab the winners and the, with a bit of look, the champions as well. Here comes FAF Motorsport, they are champions, they're in the pit lane now. Uh, and then we'll uh, leave you here at uh, Road Atlanta on 98.1 for the formalities. On the already illuminated Mortil Patelam on stage, but we'll carry on for those of you online on uh, RS2 as we have post-race tech. Jeremy,
6: not sure down to number 31 car on its last stop because uh, all of a sudden that that car fell a, a lap off the lead. Um, and um, who's driving now? Mike Conway. Mike Conway's driving now and he's, he's not really making much of an impression on on Mike Rockenfeller who's ahead of him now so those two char- cars have changed uh, places and um, not much Mike can, seems to be able to do about that so the two uh, uh, Ganassi ra- run Cadillac racing entries uh, certainly have the edge very much so on the Action Express cars again here this weekend
1: Jeremy Sean John Hindhoff in the Haggerty Global Broadcast Center, the booth overlooking the start finish line. The driveway Haggerty five Porsche goes back out into the race. Uh, Porsche keys to the race then. Championship uh, points all at stake. No penalties won. I might have well have just scrubbed that out because nobody's listening to that. Get to the dark. We're in the dark now. Who's got the car? For the darkness in comes the number one BMW this feels a bit early to me yeah for this car unless they, feel no, they can this go
6: must be a problem I think.
1: on one more stop from here
6: they well the, yeah, they could have done that in any case I reckon and I think right. all of the leaders leaders needed one stop I don't think this is scheduled at all let's see uh,
1: let's see when it was last in the pit lane well, no, only half five laps ago yeah five laps ago uh, that's Uh, The reason why, it got clobbered at turn number six by one of the LMP2 cars. What a shame, because that's been a great run for that car. I think that was a right front puncture on that car. I'm sure the pit lane team will get to us and uh, find that out. Get down to the number one. So let's drop them right out of contention after a great run. I think that, I'll be honest with you, I was going to say this earlier on, but I didn't want to jinx it. I think this has been one of Madison Snow's best drives, he's been right up there with the pro guys all the way through Jeremy, some very, very impressive times, working his way through traffic in some exalted company.
6: Yeah, and of course he sired from the the pole position, didn't he? Yeah, uh, third overall in that class, if you will, yeah. Yeah, ahead of uh, most of the pros.
1: Yeah, that was his qualifying lap as well yesterday. Yeah. Well, oh, that is a great shame. Uh, hearing as well that the I number thirteen, Matt Bell, I think
6: he was. I think that was like, had no, a flat
1: tyre as well. I, so that was I, it. So it was Matt yeah, Bell who hit him. I think AWA so. car. I think it was. Oh, Matthew. It's not the big market on a Saturday night, Matt. Turn six again, it's been an action area, hasn't it? 10A, 10B, turn six, uh, turn one. It's had people spearing off at odd angles as well. Matt Bell back out of the pit lane in that uh, AWA, number 13. Did you get the points, Jeremy, for the uh Yeah, no, I was, I, was, I was
6: waiting for the... Uh, I checked several times for the... Uh, unofficial results on the web on the uh, website now. Come to check again now good point
1: uh, there's another still tranche there of now. points uh, at the end of the race of course but Inception seem to think that uh, they've wrapped yeah, things up I'm pretty up. sure they have still a balmy 18 degrees celsius or 64 fahrenheit on track and in the air As we head into the closing stages of the 2022 IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship season with the 25th, Motul Petit-Lamont here at Michelin Raceway. Road Atlanta. Philippe Albuquerque leads by 10.3 seconds from Earl Bamber at the front of the field. That is enough for the 10 car to win the championship. Conning of an Alta Acura and Wayne Taylor racing. The 0-2 Cadillac racing car trying to keep them honest. Renga van der Zander the second of the Cadillacs from Chip Ganassi racing the 0-1 white and black car, four seconds behind his teammates Tom Blomqvist trying to get, get some time back he's not gaining on the cars ahead of him at the moment a little bit quicker than the leader last time around but not much and just those four now on the lead lap in LMP2, Dragon Speed from Tower from PR1 and it's those three on the lead lap there. That's the 81 Evil Knievel leathers coloured car, the 8th black and orange Tower Motorsport, and the 11 PR1 Matheson Motorsport car. In P3, eight seconds between Gabby Chavez for Andretti Autorsport, the 36th that is a uh, mostly White with black and green car. From Garrett Griss for the Junior Three racing, the number 30 machine in second. And then just still on the lead lap in third, Martha Jacobson for the Stars and Stripes 33, Sean Creech Motorsport. John Pepper for Inception Racing by 17 seconds in GTD, the number 70 black and red McLaren from the Acura of Gradient Racing. 17 seconds, as I say, that is a, a blue and silver car, number 66, ahead of Bill Orbler by 2.1 seconds in the BMW M4 GT3. And in GTD Pro, five seconds between the bright yellow number 14, Vasa Sullivan Lexus, and the BMW Team RLO. That's the uh, sort of red and black number 25 car, and then the Corvette another three seconds further back as Montoya pits from the lead in... Sebastian Montoya pits from the lead in LMP2. And the points, Jeremy.
6: And the points. In the DPI, the number uh, 10 car was leading at the uh, eight-hour mark, so they will extend their lead in that championship. And uh, they're looking really good there. It's not been a good day in terms of the uh, Michelin Endurance Cup for the number, number 60 car king that came in with the lead and now trails by three. So they pretty much have to win the race to uh, overcome that deficit. In LMP2, that's already been, it was the, the it was number 81 Dragon Speed car, took maximum points at the eight-hour mark. But that uh, title has already been won by the number 52 team.
1: Although they ended up with the ball, of well, they, course. Even
6: though they were, up, they were yeah. out of the race. Uh, In LMP3, Riley Motorsports um, has, uh, I think, yeah, they've tied up that championship now, I think, uh, 42 to 35. So, yes, uh, Riley Motorsports has clinched unofficially the LMP3 Michelin Endurance Cup championship uh, over the Sean Creech Motorsports entry. Uh, In GTD Pro Still tight there, Rusi Competizioni leads on 33 points to the 31 of Corvette racing and a 30 of FAF Motorsports in the Porsche Uh, It was the Vassar Sullivan number uh, 14 car that took maximum points at the eight-hour mark Uh, They are fourth in the points table, however, and can't now win it in GTD uh, indeed, uh, Baslander's uh, spot on there. His team took maximum points there and now, now cannot be beaten in the GTD Cup. So Inception Racing, car number 17, now has 40 points. Uh, nearest challengers would be uh, AF Corsa on 33. So again, championship clinch there in uh, GTD.
1: Thank you, Jeremy. Michelin Endurance Cup continues the next uh, year. Uh, and we still have the Sprint Cup as well next year, it was allegedly going to gone away. Uh, the two Cadillacs are in, 0-1 and 0-2, but I want to head down to uh, Andrew, uh, down at Paul Miller Racing for an unscheduled stop for Madison. Looked like he'd been attacked after a great run through to the front of the field. Uh, what's happened down there?
2: Well, John, you read it absolutely correctly. Um, he was attacked and... Uh, he sustained a right front puncture, they've changed it, they don't think there's any other damage to the car, so they whacked a new right front on and off he went. But obviously, you know, it had big consequences.
1: Yeah, it's knocked him uh, out of that great battle that he was having with uh, Robbie Foley in the Turner Motorsport. I think I put one of those two in uh, in the uh, pro category. It just feels like uh, should be in the pro category. And, some respects because they've been battling so much they were battling for uh, second and third uh, in the GTD category sorry mate that third and fourth it's Phil Ellis now in fourth position Uh, that said the top four are still only separated by 25-26 seconds in that it's uh, Jordan Pepper for Inception McLaren then Mario Fanbacker for Gradient Accurate Turner Motorsport with Bill Orbel and the BMW Winwood racing Phil Ellis Yes, that's McLaren, Acura, BMW, Mercedes. Uh, then in fifth, uh, continuing the uh, different manufacturer variety, Ferrari, EF Corsa, and Porsche GT3, making the top six in GTD, six different manufacturers. Andrew is at Dragon Speeds. Who have you got, Andrew? Well,
2: I've got the uh, team boss here, Elton Julian. But there's a bit of a discussion going on at the moment with the uh, Michelin Tyre guys i quite sure. Well, Juan Montoya, the grand as it is, is there? Uh, Elton, Elton, can I do, no, just don't uh, Just uh, another discussion going on. Hang on, we're going to be with him in just a moment.
1: It's good, a Nick Damon. While we're waiting for that, Nick.
4: Yeah, very quickly. The uh, 48 Alley Alley uh, Cadillac came in, as did the 01 and 02. The uh, the works Chip Ganassi. Uh, Cadillacs, all of them uh, just for tyres and fuel. Uh, while they were doing it, I noticed the 13, the Matt Bell AWA LMP3, which caused those problems with pulling the motorsport number one. I think that served a drive-through, because it trundled down for no discernible reason apart from that, and I'm sure it was responsible for that accident. Uh, the only I would say, and I'm interested if, if Jeremy can confirm this, I just get the impression that the two did a slightly faster stop than the one, so I'm not sure if you got that information. Zero two. Yeah, zero, zero two. two zero two, one two yeah. Cadillac. Okay, yeah. we'll, ch- we'll check that. We'll check that out for you. I
1: don't think that the uh, AWA car has served that penalty. It's still sitting uh, on the screen.
2: That Elton. Pampampai Montoya still got it, hasn't he? Yeah,
9: he sure He never lost it, uh, for sure. And the little kid has it, too.
2: Oh, you're having a really big battle here for LMP2. I mean, it's going both, it could go either way, but you're right up
9: there. Yeah, we're good, I mean, we've had, unfortunately, a lot of niggling issues the whole race with starter issues and fuel pump issues. and So we're managing what we've got. We're, it hurts us a bit here and there, but uh, the pace is okay, everybody's doing a good job. It's gonna be tight at the end, managing the problems that we have, because it does cost us a bit of time here and there, but hey, yeah, it's a great race. But
2: well, what about next year? You're gonna be in the mix here? Next year's plans?
9: Well, if I had an LMDh car, I'd love to be here. Will you? I don't.
2: <laughs> Might you?
9: I don't know about next year, but we're trying for the future.
2: I know, because you've been right at the top of this. You've been right at the top of this game with your team.
9: Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously the first batch of cars seems to have gone to the to the regulars, and so it seems that we'll we'll wait for the second wave and you know give us some time to prepare for that, but. Uh, I appreciate that statement. I think we've proven ourselves that we're capable and and more than able to to deliver.
2: Thanks very much, Elton Julian, a pretty good racer in his time oh, as well. Yeah. Almost made it to
1: Formula One. You know, he was a Ligier test driver. British Formula Three. I remember him in and Andrew certainly. Um, LMP two could still be very competitive uh, at uh, Daytona. Uh, the the GT P cars will be fast, but will they be reliable and? Uh, there's no word yet on whether the P2s will need to be uh, balanced down a little bit for next season. The hope is that that won't need to happen, as had, had to happen in the WEC. and we'll take about 30 horsepower or so out of those cars. Um, a, a little bit of IMSA family and sports car family news now, because standing alongside me to my right in the Haggerty Global Sports Car uh, Booth, Uh, global uh, broadcast booth, Dennis Paul. Now Dennis is normally just down in front of me on the starter stand and uh, He's managed to not get covered in Georgia clear. You're not as red as I thought you would be Georgia. Welcome uh, uh, Paul, uh, Dennis, Uh, welcome to the uh, The broadcast booth. Uh, How are you?
10: I'm doing well. I'm doing well I'm getting a little emotional.
1: Uh, I imagine you are. How long have you been on the starter stand for American Le Mans series in IMSA?
10: Uh, 26 years as a chief starter and I did uh, 6 years before that as an assistant
1: So you have seen every one of these races from, mostly from that stand in front of me.
10: I've been at the start and finish of every petite Petit Le, Monde. Le
1: Monde. I've only missed one and I'm very envious that you have done them all. Now the reason that you're up here is to have a little chat and the reason I put you on air is for the foreseeable future at least when you go back down there to check the race this is going to be your last time at an IMSA race for a wee while, explain why.
10: Well, uh, my research uh, is going very well and uh, we have a treatment for cancer for about two thirds of cancer and we're working our way through the FDA process and so over the next year we'll be getting into uh, what the FDA requires to get approval to treat humans. And so this, is, this is work that you've been involved with for how long? This is an uh, 11-year process. Yes. Yes. So almost a li- Some
1: people's <laughs> half a life's work in, in some respects for the people who are down. And that is effectively your day job, isn't it? This is what you do to to, to chill out, to clear your mind, and to come and have your enjoyment.
10: Yes, when you're working in the lab like this with all the frustrations and everything, you have to have something outside. And this has been a wonderful, wonderful distraction for me.
1: Well you've been here every time I've been here through the IMSA uh, and the LMS period Um, since I was brought over here in uh, 98 by uh, Dr. Don Paynos. yellow flags on the front straight I think has somebody just gone around or was that just a blue flag might have just been a blue flag but somebody was well off in the dirt for a moment so a partial yellow very quick in and out of the the, the yellow flag, so I've not known Imza and ALMS without you, you formed a, a strong bond with, with Tony down there when we, we came together with Grandam uh, and the ALMS and the, and the, and the duties were, were split or shared between you, that was a nice touch I thought
10: it was, uh, well, when they announced the, uh, the merger I contacted her and we talked and uh, we've known each other since probably 6-7 years before that so.
1: Well, we're going to miss you, but we wish you all the best for what you're doing. And we understand, comp- we, even though you're deserting your family here <laughs> in Endurance, we understand why you're doing it. Dennis, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much indeed for all the times you and I have sat together and talked about your work uh, and also all forms of motorsport. Let me shake yes. your hand and wish you all the best. And uh, I'll be watching you when you're waving that flag down there tonight. In Thank about an much. hour and 23 seconds, yes. time.
10: Yes, and I'm sure I'll be back at these races in one form or another.
1: Well, you know, you're welcome in the Haggerty Global Broadcast booth anytime you want to be, okay?
10: Thank you very much.
1: Dennis Paul, our chief starter for IMSA, who's been around for a very long time and has been an integral part of the IMSA and the endurance family since the uh, ELMS days and uh, he's going to stand here and watch a bit because it's not a bad view from up here, actually uh nick damon has uh, the accurate number 60 out of the lead tom Blomqvist, we just had the number 10 car in as well nick
4: yeah it's the standard stop. He's got a, he's a, a good news for uh, shay because they're giving her a new windscreen tear off you know how she uh, is very there. by the way just to, to reiterate you can do uh, windscreen tear-offs in virtual racing um and it will cost you time if you do them at the wrong part of the stop, so it's, it's uh, all done properly. Uh, away it goes, tyres and fuel, and rolls, same driver, so that's the uh,
6: Tom Blomquist out for another stint. Well, we can get you some... Uh, a a great, great stint again there from Tom is really, really good pace. Uh, Further, not only that, he turned 35 laps on that stint in the number 60 car. This is the ploy that uh, that uh, team has, has, uh, has employed during this race. I hope it's going to work out for them. They're planning certainly that their final stop will be significantly quicker than everybody else's. I don't think they're going to do one less stop than anybody else, but they will certainly will need less fuel. Uh, they eked out just one more lap, though, that time than the, uh, than the uh, number 10 car, which is their chief rivals. But, uh, this is still a fascinating contest, and there's an hour and 22 minutes remaining. So that'll be uh, two more pit stops, I would expect, before the end of this race
2: jeremy what did i say in the morning warm-up i said the actor could probably
6: do 35 laps yeah but, he, but it comes down to to pace yeah, uh, that yeah, you yeah. know it, they, they've chosen to uh, to stretch their fuel loads and uh, you you know, have have been going quite as quickly as the cadillacs yeah, uh, the cadillacs are doing
2: this is a mind game that's going it on. It is a fabulous mind. That's game.
6: exactly right, Andrew Marriott.
1: A couple of questions coming in on uh, on the Twitter. Um, Turbo like says, Do Re- does Romanda Angela d- does Roman still have a chance at the GTD Drivers Championship, Jeremy? It's, uh, oh, um, that's a good GTD question. GTD drivers.
6: Oh, well, where? Is, well, oh, well, g- given that he's problems in this race he's running in ninth place now mm. can't, can't, can't well I'll'll
1: we'll let you work on that I oh, just just need,
6: just need to, to call out the points I mean he was leading from Stephen McAleer where's McAleer now McAleer is uh, eighth and they are ninth so is only one position ahead of him so that's not enough um, yeah no it's it's yeah okay I can I can try I can Thank you, to figure out where they are Just now
1: doesn't have to happen immediately well,
6: otherwise I'll forget a so. couple
1: of uh, questions about is there a way to re-watch this race later yes there will be it'll be on the IMSA uh, YouTube channel in a couple of days time normally takes a couple of days to get uploaded let's go down to the number one team and the number one car that's paul miller racing local team local driver as well lives just around the corner brian sellers crew a look for that team in the last few minutes andrew Yeah,
2: brian sellers from flowery branch
1: that was bad luck bad luck you
2: got uh punted i think or carded
11: yeah it's super unfortunate obviously i mean the uh the difficult thing is uh, you hate to place blame on anybody, but when you're a car that's racing up front and you have contact with a car that's seven, seven laps down, um, it's pretty inexcusable. You know, um, you have to find ways to coexist in races like this, and uh, being that far behind and making those kind of moves isn't, isn't, you know, it's not right. So. Um, Fortunately, the race isn't over yet. You know, it's crazy to say that uh, there's still a lot of time left, but there is. Uh, definitely puts us in a little bit of a hole, but um, you know, it's uh, it's never over until the checker flag waves. So we're just going to keep our heads down and try and recover the best we can.
2: Yeah, because those top four are still only separated by what 30 seconds
8: or so.
11: Yeah, I mean it's really tight. It's been tight. Um, it's been tight the whole race. I mean a lot of different leaders. A lot of cars have shown really good. Um, it looks like now that the Knights fall in the 70 McLaren and the 66 um, Acura are really strong. And it looks like they kind of may be the class of the field right now. But, you know, you never know. It's uh, This race has seemed to be, at least from GTD's perspective, all about being in clean air. Um, and the ones that can be in clean air and, and out front seem to be the ones that set the pace and open gaps pretty comfortably and pretty quickly. And Madison had a
2: great battle with Robbie Foley.
11: Yeah, he did. those uh, It's great, those two. You know, you've seen them grow and progress kind of together, um, and, uh, you know, they, they're just such such great competitors, and... and uh, Robbie has really done a great job over there with Turner and Bill and all those guys and uh, it's fun watching those two, you know, they constantly going at it and qualifying and, and in the race so uh, it was a great battle
1: Ryan, thanks so much yeah. uh, Thanks to Shea, who's let me know about Roman and the GTD Drivers Championship, Roman at DeAngelis turbo like asking uh, this on At IMSA Radio, uh, he's still leading it, Stephen
6: uh, the uh, No, Roman Dianjelis is leading it right now. Yes,
1: that's what I'm saying. Roman's oh, still leading it. Yeah. Uh, Stephen uh, uh, hasn't gained enough no, points well, at all to go through. Yeah. True,
6: but uh, Ryan Hardwick and Jan Halen. The points as they stand right now: uh, 2878 for 28 2855 for Hardwick and Halen, who are currently running in the fifth position. Yeah. And 2840. Stephen McAleer, he's currently running in the 8th uh, position, just one position ahead of Roman De Antlis. but but yeah, that can change on a fairly regular basis
1: So, turbo lag, does Roman still have a chance of the GTD Drivers' Championship? Yes, yeah. he's still leading at the moment, in the 16. Uh, right Porsche, hasn't gained enough points to no. challenge just yet, but the, Jan the, Hillen the, the, is uh, charging
6: hard. The the Porsche would need to make, it would need to be a uh, 3rd uh, and it's currently, where is it right now? Fifth. So he's going to make, he'd have to make up two places. Uh, and, and the, uh, the Aston Martin not gain any places.
1: Yes, indeed. So coming down to the business end of the season and the business end of this race, listening to live coverage of the 25th Motul Patilamon. And Nick Damon has this update from the pit lane.
4: I'll have an update from the horse's mouth, actually. It's uh, Mike Conway just out the 30 foot, 31 uh, uh, wheel and engineering car. Um, It it just seems, Mike, the car's lost a bit of pace. Is that fair?
0: Yeah, I think, well, when I initially got in, it was, um, just kept getting screwed with traffic, to be honest. I kept getting cars at the last corner, and it just completely was ruining my lap. So, yeah, about five cars went by me in a space of, like, five laps. And I was like, I just couldn't do anything right out there. So. after that got the rhythm and it seemed to be okay but we, we definitely don't have some of the pace of the other guys so I don't know, I'm trying to do what we can but um, hopefully people can pull something out of it now.
4: You need a couple of yellows don't you?
0: Yeah, I think uh, maybe a bit tight I feel we're going to start saving really. But I think that plays into the hands of the Acuras. They can do two, three laps longer than us so I think they're pretty good to go maybe to the end. Yeah, so yeah, let's see we need some
4: videos. well uh, let's hope things pick up thanks Mike
1: Mike Conway still in with uh, still uh, has to finish his WEC season as well of course with Toyota Gazoo Racing and the GR 010 Bahrain and the it's a six hours at Bahrain this year isn't it uh, we'll have that for you Full live free coverage over on our sister service on RS1 Part of the Radio Show Limited network of channels. It's a couple of weeks away. A bit more than that, actually. Earl Bamba with a 10-second lead over Philippe Albuquerque for Konig and Minolta. Renger van der Zander in third. Another 2.4 seconds further back. And then Tom Blomkvist... 17 seconds further back so 30 seconds between the top four who are on the lead lap and the two cadillacs off the lead lap are the unusually the wheel and engineering yeah. number 31 car Pete to and mike Rockefeller for the ally mike Rockefeller mm-hmm. who's uh, been doing quite a lot of the development work for the nascar Cup Car to Le Mans project, the 24 Hours Camaro, and uh, has been driving some road course races in the new generation of Cup Car as part of that testing here, not so very long ago. I so.
6: Yeah, a couple of days here, I believe.
1: Yeah, went well apparently. Well, he knows his way around it. GT car, a Le Mans car, so good call I would have thought to get some feedback and get that car dialed in, whether he's part of the team that goes to Le Mans or not, we don't know but, uh, that will be the Garage 56 entry for next year, which is for an innovation all kinds of rumours about what that car might actually turn out to be uh, and uh, how what the motor power unit might be or what might be added onto it shall we see? a really serious effort being made by uh, IMSA NASCAR uh, Chevrolet and all of the other partners Hendrick Motorsport
6: of course as well Tom Blomkus is uh, losing quite a bit of ground now to the uh, Cadillac ahead of him now 20 seconds uh, behind, made a pit stop only a few, relatively few laps ago, seven or eight laps ago. The gap was uh, about 13 seconds when he came out of the pits. Just looking at the uh, relative performance at the moment in, in GTD. Jordan Pepper is at the wheel of the Inception McLaren. Now that's been leading for a long, long time. The gap, though, has come down quite significantly. Down now to seven, seven and a half seconds over Mario Farnbach, who's really been flying mm-hmm. along there he in turn is pulling away from the bmw of bill O'Blen, uh but to closing upon him is phil ellis, phil ellis. in yeah. the winwood racing mercedes looking to go uh, three in a row here and you know that car is uh you know, it's a bit of a long shot now for the championship it's it's uh, the better part of 100 points behind Roman de Andres, so unlikely but he can if he when I last looked to the points he was he, well he is running now in the fourth position if he can win it then uh, that'll give him an extra uh 70 points uh, which is significant that'll get him a lot closer to roman de angelis and or steven mcelia and or ryan hardwick and jan halen
1: if uh, mike conway only does the six hours of barry by the way it'll be two hours short um, for toyota gaza racing it is of course a an eight hour race thank you rob up in London, on Lomas, uh, London producer, with the main control room there. Nearly two o'clock in the morning as we're heading through a clock hour and the last 70 minutes of this race, two o'clock in the morning in London, British summertime, three o'clock in the morning, those of you sitting up watching and listening in Europe. Extraordinary pictures. For those of you on our global on the international TV feed, all free, of course. No subscriptions, no ads. You are watching on the onboards uh, in particular, but also the outside shots. Way, way lighter than it actually looks from out of our window. <laughs> it's absolutely yeah. extraordinary. Super dark. Just been talking to Dave Miller, our technical guru here, who gets us on the PA and uh, 98.1 FM Road Atlanta Radio, he's been on the infield it is absolutely chock block still on the infield and there is a party going on out there, people watching the motor racing, listening to the motor racing, but there's a great party atmosphere I know there's a few uh, people here f- from Europe for the first time they've made the journey over quite a few marshals as well here including Ted Squirrel. hello Sorry, we haven't managed to uh, bump into it so far. It's uh, well worth the trip here. Direct flights to Atlanta from London. And a lengthy-ish flight, nine hours or thereabouts. And then, depending on the traffic, an hour and a half, a couple of hours up the road from Atlanta Airport to Road Atlanta here. It's all getting a bit tight again out at the far side of the circuit at turn six and seven as the leader there was or the number 10 car rather was passed by the one Cadillac going into turn uh, out of turn six and into turn seven now uh, dragging back down the back straight did Philippe Albuquerque get that back I don't think he did now this makes things interesting Jeremy because now we've got two Cadillacs at the front of the field. They're starting to stretch their legs with that big V8 engine. And yeah. that means the battle for the championship is third and fourth position. The two Konica, uh, the two is the Konica Minolta car with a 15-second advantage now over the Maishank racing machine.
6: Yeah, and uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, there's still an hour and eight minutes remaining and uh, I think uh, two pit stops. So... Uh, it's 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 not over yet. Uh, last, where was it the number 10 car was about 20 seconds or so ahead of the uh, number 60 car, uh, and as you just said there, the the gap now is under 15. So it has been creeping closer. This is a brilliant been, been a brilliant stint from Tom Blomqvist once again. Uh, be- though the the Cadillacs have definitely got this in hand in terms. of think, I think so. of the overall win. Yeah, the
1: championship though, Jeremy, the championship. The That's exactly
6: right. Mike
1: Shank versus Wayne Taylor. Acura versus Acura. Rock, paper, scissors out the back, is it? Come on, let's have this. A couple of seconds, a second and a half from Tom blonkfish to Philippe Albuquerque last time around. Albuquerque caught in traffic. The number 10 car, There's the leader? The leader's just gone past us. Here comes the 0-1 Cadillac gap between first and second this time around is 10.3 seconds Renger van der Zander with a little bit of clear air then Philippe Albuquerque so where is the 60 car just going through now was that the 60 car there yes Yes, it was right okay and it's still about 15 seconds with another couple of tenths taken away so Blockmist is pushing along yeah Traffic for all of those cars on this lap around. As the leader is now on the back straight, Earl Bamber, who's been quick all week, in fairness. Uh, Forceful, but certainly quick, Jeremy, the New Zealander. uh, Playing pretty coy when we asked him earlier on the week where he's going to be next year. Remember this time last year, he's wearing somebody else's overalls, drafted in to that squad to help out and uh, did a really very good job indeed he's going to rock up somewhere decent next year
6: isn't he Bamber? Bamber. yeah oh, i'd be surprised if we didn't say where he was actually he, as a third just as a third driver well good point yeah just running well who who's what they, have they announced who's driving the car in europe no, not
1: in Europe. Yeah. Not in Europe. So uh, he's got good WEC point. experience, Jeremy. That's a very good point. Uh, with with world champion in LMP 1H in 17 for Porsche. In the unbelievably quick. At
6: 9.19. He's yeah, certainly. Yeah made a few mistakes this year hasn't he uh, Earl I think it's fair to say but he's, he's also produced some brilliant performances and um, didn't, did he, did he win, win Sebring didn't he didn't he win Sebring made hard work of it yeah yeah made hard work of it but he, did, right. he did win the race and uh, yeah it's been a uh, I mean he's been really impressive this weekend I think he's generally speaking has, <laughs> uh, has shaded the zero one one car
1: how about this for a story as well, Tower Motorsport, Louis Delatraz who's impressed me again this weekend. Yeah. and won 11.1 last time around, fastest yeah. lap for that car and faster than all bar the leading pair of Cadillacs in TPI, yeah. it's amazing what a little bit of space and a determined driver will give you, still 17 celsius on the track, 63 fahrenheit in the air on the track so still a bit of residual heat in the pavement here Bamber by 12.6 seconds make that 13 seconds from van der Zander Albuquerque just trying to stretch away made a little bit of time second or so on Blomqvist that time around we are an hour and four minutes away from the chequered flag.
6: That lap by Louis Delatraz, 11.1. It's still a half a second outside Colin yeah. Brown's LMP2 lap, LMP lap record, said a couple of years ago. The fastest Colin lap Brown. last year it was Scott Huffaker <laughs> at a 110.7. So he's not down even to that time yet, but uh, uh, he's charging along with Delatraz. He leads by just about seven seconds over Montoya. So he's, uh, he's edged away a little bit during this last stint.
1: How long did the uh, GTD cars go, Jeremy? About an hour, a little bit over. Yeah. So we're getting down to last stop ter- territory for those, aren't we? An hour. Yeah. And, an hour and four minutes. An hour and three minutes.
6: Yeah, I think they made their their previous stop uh, just around about with just. I think it was just less than two hours to go. Right. So I, I would expect them in, in in about another eight or nine minutes. Shit. Or,
1: is uh, among the gtd teams down in the pit lane evening share any signs of people beginning to shake off the cobwebs down there and make their last pit stops hello
12: uh, hello i'm down in the pro section of the pit lane i've sort of embedded myself down here for the moment being and the first team who looks like they're going to be making their last up corvette racing Crew for the number three up on the wall with sticker tires.
1: Nick damon Well, he's also, got some GTD
4: uh, standards. Well, also getting up on the wall are the uh, the leaders in GTD, uh, uh, ordinary, not pro, and that's Inception Racing in McLaren. They are, we're getting ready. I can see the fueler putting on his gauntlet gloves. Uh, can't see a racing driver, so they may what be with with Jordan Pepper. But the Corvette has made it to show. With
12: fuel tires, they give the thumbs up when looking inside the left front wheel well. They want to make sure the suspension was all good. Antonio Garcia has never won a team He is the one who's going to be in charge of that changing here tonight. They've done the tire change, waiting on the fuel windshield tear off. This car should not come back to the pit lane during the race again. Corvette Racing fully prepared to clean the front of the car as well. Cleaning off the headlights, making sure Antonio has everything he needs to try and go out and win this race. It has been, gosh, longer than I can remember since the last time Corvette won at the Antonio.
6: Yeah, that car was it came into the pits in fifth position in the class, so he certainly got some work to do this final stint.
1: That might, uh, that should trigger the rest of the cars coming in. They might be rolling the dice a little bit from an hour and two minutes out. May need a tiny little bit of fuel saving or a little bit of help. But what they've done here is they've started to ask a question, Jeremy, of the rest of the GTD pros because if a safety car comes out now, they've done their final stop and that would get them to the end of the race. Everybody else would have to cycle through the put lane and end up behind them so let's see what happens with the uh, the red numbered uh, red number panels on the GTD pros nothing from Lexus so far inception are looking to do the same thing in GTD in a lap or source time no movement from FAF on the pit wall either she says and the number 23 shit adam is that a bit of movement i can see there through the binoculars it's so casual though John. I mean, they're <laughs> sneaky almost, yes and, and
12: you know what the 25 <laughs> ray hall is doing the exact same thing at least the 23 aston team they have tires up on the wall ray Hall's just sort of like doing the homer and stretching and relaxing like no, no i'm not gonna do to anything see here.
1: now nothing. move on they're second <laughs> at the moment in the 25 thank you shit no movement from the leaders in class. We'll keep an eye on that. The 74 Riley Motorsports uh, prototype LMP3 car has been in and out. Nick Dearman was watching that.
4: They're actually parked now. They came with a big number four on the side of the car, saying they are in fourth place, and they have rolled through and uh, just as you have your full service, but no uh, driver change. And I see the O2 Cadillac is trundling down towards Shay.
12: It is Nick, and it was on the pit lane speed limiter. Perfectly executed. They are not doing a driver change. Interesting. Leaving Earl into the end, they are giving him a new drinks bottle. Gatorade so in there for this time. And for the tires, they are doing four. Those look like light and scrubbed tires, I would even dare to say, as the car is getting ready to be dropped off the air jacks. Now, now. There we go. And the fuel nozzle is still attached. No time lost. They're up to 25 seconds stopped in the pit. It will be a 30-second stop for a full tank of fuel. And the nozzle comes out. And away goes Earl.
1: They can't go to the end from there because you can't get an hour out of a a DPI. So they're going to be about 20 minutes. So they're going to need half a tank of fuel towards the end uh, of this race. So the choice is now for them, do they run 20 minutes or so and fill it back up again? Or do they run 40 minutes and throw 20 minutes of fuel in? That's the choice as Renger van der Zander comes into the pit lane as well. And we've got GTD callers as well. Let's go to share first of all.
12: 25 BMW is in. No hint of a driver change here. So is that still John Edwards, who is staying behind the wheel? I believe it is. They are doing four sticker tires on this car and fuel. It's Conor De Filippi, of course it is. And for the 01 Cadillac, it is fuel tires and no driver change. Renga van der is staying aboard, but they did just hand him a nice little drinks bottle. And they're refueling the one that's pressurized
4: Card Nick, well, Shay's told you I need to see. Her eyesight is so good, she worked out there was kind of Philippi getting in the, in, the, in the 25. I, I you know, uh, say the 25. So, yes, what, what the, actually the 25 have been, have been fooling us the whole day because what they actually do is they suit up the second driver to get put this to give the drink spot to the driver in the car. So, that's a couple of times I caught out Andrew and myself.
1: Out goes that uh, tranche of stoppers, including the 0-1. Wayne van Zander staying in that car. Let's that settle down and we'll do another in-race update for you. I'm going to quickly run through the lmp 3 field before they come in for their last stops. Gabby Chavez for Andretti Autosport and the 36 leads by... 16 seconds from Junior 3 racing, Garrett Griss behind the wheel of the number 30, Mantha Jacobson in the number 33, Sean Creech Motorsport is off the lead lap. In GTD, Jordan Pepper for McLaren is ahead of Gradient Racing and the Acura of Mario Farm back a 70 from 66 by just 5 seconds now and 22 seconds further back, Bill Oberlin for Turner Motorsport he's battling with Windward Racing and a charging Phil Ellis in the uh, black and silver number 57 and it's pit stop time for the rest of the classes, there's your in race update from VP Racing Fuels, we'll keep you updated with 58 Seven minutes to go. Jeremy Shaw.
6: Yeah, the uh, the last stints for the two uh, Ganassi run Cadillac racing entries, uh, 27 laps for the uh, number zero one car, 26 laps for the zero two. So I think what they're doing is that they're evening out their, those final stints in terms of you know, getting better tyres rather than running as long as they possibly can.
1: Uh, Just want to make a note, uh, Jeremy, that it was fuel and tyres for Jack Hawksworth to get him to the end in GTD Pro. uh, And the same strategy for Ross Gunn for Heart of Racing Team. So Madison Snow will be leading as he crosses the line, but he does that in the pit lane as he comes in in GTD. So it'll be Daniel Serra who leads for Risi Competizione. Uh, as Mike Rottenfeller makes the pit stop for the Ally Cadillac. The stress, the strain, Mike Shank and Wayne Taylor hardly can bear to look. This is not over by any stretch of the imagination. Nine and a half seconds, ten and a half seconds between Albuquerque and Tom Blomqvist, between Conningham and the Acura, Wayne Taylor's team and Mike Shank's MSR racing machine between the two championship protagonists. Ten and a half seconds after nine hours of racing. After a full season of racing that is what the championship is coming down to. The last 55 minutes and it's all live here on IMSA Radio and IMSA TV via imsaradio.com. If you're outside the US and you're listening to us now you can have uninterrupted coverage right to the end on the international TV feed by hitting the live video tab at the top left, if you're bandwidth compromised or you're travelling maybe driving in a car, you can't be watching the video, we know that, then just use the audio on the same page it's RS2 and of course if you're in the US, Sirius XM 207 and here at the track if you have to go away from trackside 98.1 FM put it on the car, put it on in the RV settle back And get ready for a phenomenal 55 minutes of racing. Huge gaggle of GT cars coming into the pit lane. Here, Adam is watching things stops. I
12: had Faf Motorsports in. It was fuel and tires for that Porsche. Fuel and tires as well from Maxime Martin in the number 27. Motor racing Aston Martin. We've got the 79 Mercedes in from WeatherTech. That is fuel and tires as well. And we've also got, uh, who was the other car that was right in front of me? Can't remember. Nick, who have you got?
4: <sighs> I just had the leader from uh, uh, an MP3, the, uh, the 36 car come as the, the uh the... Gabi Chavez brought that one in and pretty certainly stayed in the car because he's been doing all the heavy lifting. The 96 Turner BMW uh, came in from third place and that is getting a driver change. Uh, there was a driver change also for the number one Paul Miller Racing. The fifth place 54 machine, the Flexbox car, comes in uh, from the, uh, the the lower reaches of P3. I've had a, a great number of uh, cars trying to... There's a 21 AF Corsa car. Um, you Brian Sellers was the uh, man who was peddling now the uh, Paul Miller number one car to the end. Another P3 or another P car swings into view. And this one is exciting. This is actually this the, the 30, which is, which is now <laughs> the, uh, the Junior 3 car. That's, that is now scored in the lead because it got past Gabby Chavez during the, uh, the last stop. That one's also staying on board with the same driver. So it's all happening. Garrett Chris is remaining on board with the Junior 3 and we're waiting the odd thing was I actually got up on this uh, pit wall about five laps ago there was certain Inception racers were coming in for the leader of GTD, but they still haven't come in yet John
1: <laughs> Jordan Pepper still uh, pedalling that car uh, quite nicely uh, Jan Halen steered in the right motorsports number 16 Porsche Daniel Surra in the lead uh, Risi Coppettis in Ferrari and Stephen McAleer has gone out in team court of number 32 Mercedes and that car has diffuser damage is telling me Uh, it has been hit Robbie Fawley's gone out in the number 96 Turner Motorsport BMW he'll take that one to the end Tristan Nunes is in the PR1 Matheson Motorsport number 11 that's gone out in third place in LMP2 it's I haven't seen it whether Garrett Christ has actually stayed in that car though Nick seemed to think he had yes he has Nick was absolutely spot on and at the front of the field the gap between first and second the two accurate now because they haven't made their stop Uh, Philippe Albuquerque still 9.9 seconds Jeremy ahead of Tom Blomqvist and that's the battle for the title as
6: well yeah it is that's the battle for everything there the question is uh, can they possibly stretch this fuel load long enough to be able to get to the end with just one more pit stop um, on the the, uh, the last sequence, the number 60 car was out for 44 minutes.
1: We've got a caution, full-course caution, Whoa. Jeremy. And this is... It's the zero one one cars yeah. in there. That's Renga van der Zander side-by-side side going in. It's both of the Ganassi cars. It's both of the Ganassi cars, I think, that have come together. They were side-by-side side going into turn one. And Earl Bamber and van der Zander have come together, what's the first rule of team racing, don't hit your teammates, and this with 51 minutes to go has blown this wide apart, the 0-1 car was coming up alongside I think, yeah absolutely, 0-1 on the outside, Earl Bamber on the inside. There wasn't room for two Chip Ganassi Cadillacs there. That is going to be a very awkward debrief. Doesn't matter whose fault it was. It no. really doesn't. I know they're racing for the victory here. Down through turn number 12. It, it looked like uh, it looked like Bamber was held up a little bit. Van der Zander came round the outside. And then there was contact as they yeah. were going into the
6: the uh, turn in for that corner and he didn't leave much room on the inside did he let's watch this uh clearly the number zero two car was held up uh, pretty badly uh, by, by the, the court of car, car. yep but um, you know that's that's not relevant at all i mean those two of course they're battling for the third position in the championship oh, Chips gonna go mental. yes he is yeah.
1: he is gonna go ballistic here yeah uh, public service announcement for the pit lane. Stay away from the Chip Ganassi perch. Shea Adam is very, very bravely standing in front Look. of that. What is what is what is the attitude on that on that pit uh, perch at the moment, Shea Adam?
12: Well, from the 0-2, it's complete and utter disbelief. Let me walk to the other side where they're separated by Lexus. Yeah, for the 0-1, it's utter disbelief.
6: That's that's the basically. thrown away right there. And
1: it, it's a win for Cadillac <laughs> thrown away here. Yeah. They've, they've handed the win to Acura. Yeah. Um, and, of course, now we've got the battle for the championship and the battle for the win in this race gracious, gracious. are going to be line astern on the restart. And now how long is this going to be because we're only 50 minutes away from the end, it looks very much to me as Orange van der Zander, who is staring, a hard Paddington stare, towards his teammate in the number two. Neither of those drivers are out of the car, Jeremy. They, they think they might be able to get these going again. I'll be amazed if that's true. Every single safety vehicle is down there at the moment. It looks like uh, Christmas illuminations.
6: Tell you what, is Chip going to have to get a letter get back in the wheel? Get going well, again, because they're not going to win the race. That's for sure.
1: Earl Bamba is closest to being pulled out because they've got the tow drop on that car, uh, and that is almost rear wheels. I think he's going to drive that back. I really do. Here comes the BMW safety car past us. It's picked up the number 10 car, which is in the, the lead of the race. Right. Uh, this actually might uh, give uh, the that gives the two Acuras, of course, the chance to go for the victory as well as the championship. Uh, people to is not on the lead lap although he wants to win this for Cadillac his new teammate Alexander Sims on his way to this circuit tomorrow hello Alexander and he's coming to do the test on Monday and Tuesday well Bamba's out of the gravel first I not think I'd have to commentate on it. recovery a race out of the gravel yeah trap. race out the gravel trap there's a little bit of of uh, Fouling on the front of that car. They're just going to sort that out. Oh my goodness! Who's leading in GTD? Uh, GTD will be Gradient Racing. I would have thought. Yes, it is. Uh, now, how did that happen? Mario Farnbach has got past Inception's McLaren, and that wasn't a pit stop from McLaren, was
6: it? No, I think the. Um
1: Oh, there's big damage on the front of Earl Bamber's car with the bodywork. I think they'd have been better taking the nose cone off that car and he's gonna he's gonna ground it out on that uh, on that curb if he's not careful. Uh, maybe he's just waiting for the cars to come through. He's fine. No, he's spinning the wheel. He's he's got the car centered on the curb and the left Michelin's is left rear Michelin is pawing for grip. So he's out of the gravel first, but he's not back on the track. This is more like some kind of uh, extreme game show or something, isn't it? Here comes Renga van der Zander out of the gravel right now.
6: Jeremy? Yeah, I'm going to ask a question of Andrew Marriott. Andrew, would you like to get back down to the pit lane and have a a word with Chip? Yeah.
1: (laughs) I I, I haven't turned his mic on because I was scared what he was going to say, but there was a look over the top of his glasses there, Mr Marriott. Chip, you've known Chip for a long time, he is going to be apoplectic about that, isn't he?
2: Just extraordinary situation, wasn't it? He is, and uh, I don't know what you thought, John, whether van der Zander was more to blame than I don't van think no, it matters. I think it doesn't
6: matter. I don't think Van der Zander had right? the momentum on well, the outside but, line.
1: But why? Why do it there? Exactly.
6: I. That's that's. I well, agree. No. with I mean, he, 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 racing, he, he you know, did the right. He races. did the right thing to pull alongside him. He had the yeah. momentum. He had. He, he was going faster yeah. into turn one. But, but he the could
1: There's no way he could have got around the corner on the yeah. line he was up. No. Well, he, well, had, he had
2: to turn in. I mean, but the drama here. was Fantastic. Good. And now we've got all
1: this going on, trying to pull yeah. these two Ganassi cars are out. Open. And. Uh, it's a Rortman Andrew, and yep. in, in comes the two cars that are battling for the championship lead. Adam is there, 45 minutes. here. They're going to need a little more help to get to the end, but this is going to be a long yellow. This could be their last pit stop. It yep. could
12: be, John, and they are doing fuel and four tires for both of the cars, which are pitted one box apart. Now the question is, who needs less fuel? They are doing the tire change on both cars, still trying to complete them. No driver changes. Very critical. Tire changes are done. Both cars are off the air jacks. It is Shank that moves first, and then goes Wayne Taylor racing, and there is a cheer down here at the pink team while there is a little bit of sadness going on at the blue one.
4: So wheels and tires and fuel for the uh, 33, the uh, LMP3 car, Um, they are... Running, Howard uh, versus team, the, the leaders have gone past, so the John Creechburg just bought car. Now, actually, there, were less, there were less takers of the P2 than I expected, there's one of the cars going past, i show you now. So we had a, a plethora of P3s, but the P2 so far, whether well, a different part of the track, I don't know, have been, have, 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 beyond they have elected not to stop so far.
6: Interesting. So uh, ju- they were already in the pits uh, three or four laps yeah. ago. This is going to be a long caution there 's a, a, a chance they might be able to get to the end from here without
1: needing that stop. quick note about that GTD battle I think both gradient and inception pitted just before the yellows came out we could that at the moment they
6: did and uh, I, I think everybody i think I think that had completed the round of pit stops uh, and uh, the number sixty six car uh, was out just ahead I think it was in the lap before we went yellow in actual fact the inception car that had been leading and it was about it was about five seconds ahead of the gradient car before they made their Correct. pit stops
1: so that is a turnaround there for gradient started dead yeah, last because, remember
6: yeah the number 66 car had come in several laps after number 70 car at the previous stop so we would have needed a little bit less fuel Yeah.
1: yeah. So, uh, the Chip Ganassi team, share Adam, are preparing for the arrival of their battered chargers.
12: They are up on the wall for both cars. Now they're settling actually a little bit for the uh, zero one which is strange but they are still fuel nozzle and everything up in the air ready to go for when the zero two does get in both of the cars have new noses up on the wall the zero two is on the back straight the pits are open this time around for gt cars only and i do see what appears to be a ferrari all the way down on nick's end of things other than that i am completely alone down here for now
6: no, I think everybody just made their stops in GTD. I don't expect anybody really uh, to come in. Well, Chetelaar's in, right in front of us. Yeah, they're, they're uh, not That's in contention. The 47,
1: the blue car, and they're getting a bit of extra work to get that car ahead. Right, let's check the damage then. Wenger van der Zander... Extensive. Uh, ...needs a new rear undertray and uh, rear body works outside. The... Rear suspension, I think, on the right looks a little bit damaged. Hard to say. They do run a lot of camber. That's the problem on that. But it was wobbling around, I think, Andrew, uh, a little bit. That right rear wheel. Here comes Earl Bam. But that's nose damage on that car. Both headlights remarkably still working. uh, And other than that, that doesn't look. And as I say, both headlights still working. They just go out. And the front wheel is catching and has locked up because it's been jammed with the bodywork. And that's spectacularly trailing sparks down underneath the car now as the wheel is locked, the, t- the tyre has been rubbed through uh, and that is the wheel scraping on the way in, now is there any uh, further damage on that car, they have dropped laps of course, <laughs> doesn't
6: really matter no, it <laughs> doesn't frankly. matter And
1: uh, uh, well, it so comes yeah. with a locked left front down to Shea Adam, I did
12: not turn my mic on any earlier John because the noise it was making scraping just kind of carelessly along the pit lane was awful. It smells awful as well as if they did have a tire down, but uh, they are changing all four of the Michelins before they go to work. The engine is off. The left front was completely locked. That's probably what was causing the smell that I'm currently enjoying right now. Um, They are going to be replacing the nose cone entirely, but they need to look and make sure that the suspension isn't damaged. That's what they're doing right now on the left front, reaching around these brave guys who are in there with a brake disc that's been working hard for almost 10 hours so far three laps lost already the floor is badly eaten away i mean jaws has clearly gathered a couple of alligator friends to have bites at this and that is the sound of carbon fiber just breaking as it gives up and the nose cone completely deteriorates there's nothing left of it the floor has now come off in a segment of its own the nose actually came off in four pieces because the splitter was that little bit that was sticking out from underneath the center of the car so It looks pretty bad from initial glance, but all the bits that are beneath the bodywork, they are in position, which is the most important, because the bodywork, in some sense, is superficial. So if they can put this new nose on, they might be able to send Earl back out, at which point he would be four laps down. And, well, they're still fighting for third in the championship with their sister, car, who still hasn't made it back to the pit lane.
1: Yeah, uh, just in the uh, I think just coming into the pit lane now. Renga van der Zande, uh, Earl Bamba wants to get out of the pit lane and get sent because he doesn't want to have to talk to Chip Ganassi. I wouldn't thought yeah, uh, no Jeremy. Kidding.
6: No kidding. Uh, the uh, number eight car for Tower Motorsport has just come into the pits as well. Um, that's a uh, a late decision, which is going to drop him behind the uh, other two contenders in LMP2 who made their pit stop a couple of laps ago under caution so that was a bit of a miscue there I think for Tower Motorsport and that could be costly because Juan jo- no. uh, Pablo Montoya is going to lead the class for the restart Tristan Nunez is going to be second and Chaz is going to be back in third now here's interesting Yeah, whilst all the
4: excitement of describing the various uh, self-disintegration of the uh, various Cadillacs was going on, uh, the number 10, the Konica Minolta Acura, uh, trundled down the pits. Uh, Felipe Albuquerque said, I assume he took a a bit of a splash to make sure he got there, but that would have given up some track position. Oh, lots. Yeah, Um, did he take tires? I, 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 it's the other end I think uh, uh, more like Shane might know but I think she's more like was staring at the death knells of the uh, of the other car uh, in fact well, the two remaining uh, Cadillacs are now coming down the line the 48 and the 31 so uh, they're, they're the ones who going to give it a go at, uh, for, for, the, uh, for the GM uh, brands but uh, yeah uh, interesting to see whether, whether we're going to see the uh, Meyer Shank car as well
1: well that's an interesting uh, bit of tactics from Cunningham and Alder Taylor a splash of fuel. We thought it was, uh, they hadn't been uh, uh, into the pits too long and they took new tyres, but Tom Blomquist has stayed out so he'll get track position. But there well, will he, be. he had
6: the track position already, of course. Yes,
1: he did, uh, yeah. because he got out quicker uh, in, that, uh, in that pit stop sequence. So Wayne Taylor possibly thinking, well, we don't have the track position, let's make sure we've got Plenty of fuel, so we can turn it up full rich. He'll get way back through again because there will be a DPI yeah. split, so he's not going to be all the way behind the GT cars. Blomqvist has stayed out to shoot the opportunity to come into the pit lane. Uh, meantime, share Adam, give us a quick update on the Zero One Cadillac. That's the sound of it. It is being told to go. Ranger is being ordered to go
12: as the pit exit light is on. Dang it, they're going to lose another lap here. Uh, the tail piece was missing completely when it came into the pit lane. The engine cover was also with a large bit missing from it, uh, but they put new bits on of each of those and sent Ranger. The suspension bits are all good. And Ranger, very obedient, very smart driver, stops at the bright red light at pit exit.
1: It's interesting about that, as Nick sort of mentioned in my ear there, Nick did mention in my ear, didn't sort of mention in my ear, Jeremy, uh, that's quite savvy, isn't it, from uh, Wayne Taylor, because they've come in and taken more fuel, so must feel there's a, a little bit of a question mark about getting to the to the end, but now... Shank can't come in because they lose the track yeah. track position so they're gonna have a fuel advantage in terms of being turning it up to 11 to the end of the race <laughs> that's
6: right yeah exactly right and uh, the question is how tight did the Shank team cut it when they came in during this caution period to put their fuel in did they did they top it off if they topped it off they'll be fine if they didn't top it off if
1: they're slightly short fueled at yeah, the track position Yeah, exactly yeah. so
6: that's the that's the critical and thing we here. don't know And we don't know and, and also by the way the, the the two cadillacs the two cadillac racing entries um whichever finishes ahead of the other will finish third in the championship <laughs> which
1: if they get to the end if chip ganassi well, doesn't, doesn't take them
6: out and yes, whip
1: them before they get to the end of the race Andrew yeah,
6: talk about that.
2: yeah just uh, looking at LMP 2 I see Montoya has just gone back into the lead of that yes. yeah. probably through the pit stops Jeremy will know a bit more than me so it's now Montoya Nunez and Delatraz who was leading that class has dropped to third but yeah because
6: Delatraz came in on the previous lap I'm yeah, yeah. yeah. not quite sure why um, Nunez would have come in just now that doesn't really make any sense
1: uh, I'm being told it's a catastrophe for the oh, 0 1 that's and great. Zero 2. Yeah. Not mine, that one. Not mine. So here's how it stands. Let's have a VP Racing Fuel in Race update in GTD Pro as the class split for DPI uh, is ongoing. GTD Pro, Jack Hawksworth, Father Sullivan. Uh, is leading from Faf Motorsports Porsche, Mathieu Jaminier 14 from 9, it's the plaid Porsche and the bright orange and number 16, Vassa Sullivan leading Conor De Filippi for BMW team RLL their last outing for the M4 GT3, the red and black guy in 3rd, 4th Daniel Serra for Risi Competition and 5th Tonio Garcia for Corvette and they will end up line astern, they're all on the lead lap, as in GT Daytona Mario Farnbacher for Gradient Racing All very tight with the McLaren of Inception sitting behind them, Jordan Pepper. It's Farmbacker versus Pepper, 66, the blue and black car, and the 70, the red and black uh, Inception McLaren. Both mid-engine cars, those, of course, ahead of the first of the front-engine cars. That's Winwood Racing. Phil Ellis has been very quick at this stage of the race in the 57 uh, black and silver Mercedes for Winwood. Then Robbie Fawley in the white liquid molly BMW M4 GT3. Ryan Sellers, of course, is right back in the mix now after the issue that they had when they got clobbered uh, by one of the prototypes. And guess he's who in, is behind? And he's right behind Robbie Foley, so that <laughs> continues. And Jan Halen for Wright Motorsport. So the top six in GTT. Uh, A right back on it. Gabby Chavez for Andretti Autosport leads from Garrett Grist. uh, And Virginia 3, Sean Creech still on the lead lap. Felipe Fraga is a lap off the lead, I think, in the Riley Motorsports number 74. In LMP2, we've just mentioned Dragon Speed from Tower Motorsport. That's the 81 white with the uh, blue and white stripe with the stars on it from Delatraz from Tower Motorsport in second position and in third Tristan Nunes for PR1 Matheson Motorsport and at the top of the shop it's Tom Blockvist ahead of Philippe Albuquerque and the two Acuras then vying for the championship ahead of Pipo Durrani, Whelan Engineering, at Cadillac and Earl Bamber and Renga van der Zander back out and running and uh, we've got a lap or so before we go green John Dernan, president of IMSA, have just joined us in the Hangerty Global Broadcast Centre for IMSA Radio and IMSA TV. As we actually go back green, and he's telling me that quite forcefully, as Blomqvist goes through and restarts with uh, 32 and a half minutes to go. This is the only time that President Doernan gets to watch racing when he comes in here. He's too busy with, with the running of IMSA in other times. John, I'm going to ask you one quick question now. I'll come back to you later. How much are you paying the script writers? for this because <laughs> quite frankly whatever it is it's not enough awesome so, isn't it
13: it's unreal and i just said to someone upstairs in the suite after 24 hours 12 hours six hours all the two hour 40 minutes throw in a couple hundred minute races and it comes down to this you can't script it uh, i'm so proud of our balance of performance uh, across our technical team so proud of the drivers and teams for the way they performed, but Nobody wants to hear from me right now. They want to hear the call of the final 31 minutes.
1: Don't go away, Mr. Doonan.
13: Blomkvist,
1: Albuquerque for the championship. And as John Doonan says, the 2022 season for the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship comes down to the last 31 and a half minutes of the 25th Motul Petitlemon at Michelin with Road Atlanta. My goodness. The accuracy looked like they were not in the run the checkered flag and the top step with the podium, but the two Chip Ganassi cars have taken each other out whilst they were battling for the lead. A big hit into turn one. They're both running again, but have lost four laps. And probably a little bit of respect from Chip Ganassi as well for those two drivers, El Bamba and Renga van der Zander, both back in those cars and rolling. Pete Maturani's not out of this either in the Wheel and Engineering number 31 car. They've been lapsed down today but he is the best of the Cadillacs running. And what about Kamui Kobayashi? Well, yeah. he's one lap off yeah. the lead now, Jeremy, isn't
6: he? Yeah, he was. Uh, both of the Action Express cars were a lap down, but uh, when, the, uh, two, uh, when the two Acuras came onto the pit lane during that pit stop sequence, that allowed Pipo Durante to get back onto the lead lap. And not only that, of course, with the class bit, he's able to haul right up onto the tail of the two Acuras.
1: <laughs> In GTD, Mario Farmbacker has Jordan Pepper right up his tailpipes as they are on the far side of the circuit going into turn number seven, the 66 NSX Acura. What a run this would be for those guys. Turbo problem in qualifying till Bechelsheimer did, uh, in fact, didn't do a flying lap, started dead last of the 43 cars today. They've fought, they've scratched, they've scrapped and they've strategised their way at the front. They've been quick as well. Fastest lap of the GTD race has gone to Jordan Pepper. Uh, He's had to take that from Kiffin Simpson in that 66 car. So it has been plenty of pace for that 66 car, Jeremy.
6: Yeah, it's been a really good performance by uh, by all of those three drivers in that uh, Gradient Racing Acura. Uh, 400 laps, by the way, completed. Nice round 400. We're not going to get anywhere near the. race distance record which is 465 but uh, who cares about that it's been absolute we knew it was going to be uh Pretty exciting, and it's certainly lived up to those expectations. Pretty exciting, Jeremy. <laughs> Come on, uh, Mr. Shaw, you can
1: find a better yeah, adjective probably. than that. Probably. It has been. <laughs> Let's keep it, it down I, the hill again. I think I need about six heads and 12 eyes to watch everything that's going on. John Doonan is with us. I'll, I'll ask short questions, John, and keep my eyes on what's going on outside. First of all, uh, congratulations to you, to Imsa. Uh, and to the michelin road atlanta team a fantastic event obviously some uh, uh, some worries about the potential weather implications it hasn't materialized and the fans have turned up and turned up
13: in their tens of thousands they sure have and you know looking at uh, what we had as a forecast early in the week everybody was was very uh, frightened Uh, certainly the folks in south florida and in daytona beach and now on the carolina coast were impacted but the good lord had us here today and and frankly for pretty much every day of the week it's been beautiful um, yeah. been beautiful and so we're, we're grateful for that uh, rick humphrey and the entire team here at michelin raceway road atlanta did an outstanding job the place is jam-packed it is. everyone perfect. every one of our camping spots uh, uh were sold out the suites and everything here in the michelin tower were Absolutely sold out, and uh, I think they've been uh, entertained with an amazing race today. There's no question. I think Don Panos is smiling down on us after 25 years. Exactly Uh, my words, What a race, and uh, we all know how so many of them have ended coming down to the last uh, lap in the last corner, but uh, certainly in this case, the last 30 minutes. Tom Blomqvist
1: by nine-tenths of a second down through the S's clear track uh, in front of him for a moment or two. He's got his class. And catch some GTD class traffic at Simon Mann in the number 21 Ferrari that will be first up as they're going round into turn seven.
6: Interesting, isn't it, that uh, Philip Albuquerque has begun the uh, the closing duties at Conoco Minolta Racing? Dad deciding uh, that uh, that Philip Albuquerque is the man rather than one would normally have expect Ricky Taylor to be doing the final stint of the race.
1: So that is. A total battle for supremacy in this race and in the championship. The pink and white and the black and blue under the Fox Factory Bridge and down towards us, now crossing the line. And it's still about nine-tenths of a te- second, nine three five of a second. Brilliant season, at John Doonan, uh, as the... Clock just just a very quick note yeah,
6: there, sure. uh, 1 minute 10.7 last oh, time yeah. for the race leader, his fastest lap of the race was 10.4. Yeah
1: was and people Durrani a 10.5, exactly. Louis Delatraz fastest lap of the LMP2 race, he needs that because he's got Juan Montoya trying to hunt him down One ten one ten eight eight seven 887 for the LMP2 leader, Delatraz has been absolutely mighty today yeah. Gabby Chavez has pulled out two and a half seconds in the LMP3 battle against Garrett Gris, Andretti versus Junior 3, Mario Farnbach can't shake off Jordan Pepper in that very quick McLaren, the Inception racing car, they've pulled away three seconds from Phil Ellis who has been quick early on, he's just put the fastest first sector of the race in a GTD Pro, it's Jack Hawksworth, but he can't sh- shake the Porsche of FAF our champions provisionally at least, and the MP uh, BMW M4 GT3 of Connor D. Felipe, They've been up and down the field uh, as well. Here comes the battle again across the line. Blomqvist still holding. Oh, out of 1.9 seconds now as they start uh, hitting the traffic. What a way to end this season.
6: And could, could the, the the best news for Tom Blunkus be the fact that Pippa Durrani is right yes. with Philip Albuquerque?
1: I'm absolutely, yes. absolutely agree with that. Uh, Pippa with the Cadillac. is the. Uh, Saul Cadillac in with a chance. Might have been a little side by side contact a moment or two ago. Philip Albuquerque who is uh, trying to fight his way through in that number 10. It's a fairly distinctive colour scheme. We'll keep our eyes as he's coming through that train of cars now.
6: Also, the t- two Ganassi cars were separated by half a second the last time across the line. I
1: remember what Jeremy said, whichever one of those two finishes ahead will be third in the championship. Uh, restored to some form of raceability as they come through. They've got all of that traffic to go through. My goodness, that's close between Mario Farnbacher and Jordan Pepper down towards turn one. And then they've got the lead battle coming towards them as well. 24 minutes on the nose of the 2022 season for the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship. John Doonan (laughs) is shaking his head in utter disbelief as I think we all are round the world what is it coming up to 3 o'clock in the morning in the UK 4 o'clock in the morning for the international viewers uh, on our global stream flag to flag and the whole of this year's championship comes down to these last few laps and nobody is safe at the moment in any of the three classes some of the championships have been wrapped up but not at the front of the field. John Doonan, this is Imsa <laughs> Racing. This is exactly what you're just giggling away here. Yeah, I,
13: I, I love Imsa Racing. I love endurance sports car racing. It does not get better than this, I, I got to tell you. Look, I mean, <laughs> you got uh, <laughs> the 10 cars slicing through the GT leaders, I just, it just doesn't get any better.
1: And he has to do that because he's lost four seconds to Tom Blomqvist and he had Pete Moturani breathing down his neck this is when president Doonan becomes enthusiastic. becomes fan dunan uh, to our right hand side big season pretty much starts on monday for 2023 right here john with the three of the four manufacturers with their gtp cars and we had uh the four of them sitting on the grid uh, earlier on i mean these dpis are signing off in style aren't they
6: where, where, I was going to say, where are the two Ganassi cars? They were set up, separated by three tenths of a don't, second. Don't last even
1: see it, Jeremy. It's <laughs> into,
6: into seven now. There's a bit more of a margin between them right now, thankfully.
1: I presume that Mr. Ganassi has been on the on the
6: phone, oh, uh, to them. Well, it doesn't really matter now, does it? I mean, they not going to win the race. He's so. not
1: on the pit perch. I'm hearing. Isn't he? uh, yeah. He's uh, yeah. disappeared from there. DPI, John. This is the 59th and final race. Um, it was there was a few people who were a bit snarky about DPI. Oh, it's just a repurposed LMP2. It's not not a proper sports car. As now we've got a battle in GTD Pro, and that was the push, big push all the way down into turn 10. Here the BMWs come round the outside. They touch under the Fox Factory Bridge, and here comes the Ferrari. That is a top four all together in GTD Pro. And there was all kinds of bumping Ooh. and boring. The BMW is throwing up dirt. The Ferrari's well, gone through again b- because the Ferrari pushed him off the road out by that 62 car. So that all started with the uh, the push from Jamineer on Jack Hawksworth. That pushed them wide. Conor De Fabley come down the inside. Daniel Surratt down the outside. That was the top four in the class. It looked like the BMW was. Odds on to go through. Sarah goes to the right-hand side, <laughs> and it was nearly four wide under the Fox Factory Bridge. And let me tell you, that is not physically possible. Through there, and then Sarah just ah, just eased out and, and behind and them
6: is the GTD leader, correct. isn't it? Correct. He's and, a lap ahead of them. Yes, on the road, We're all I guess all butter, lap ahead, actually.
1: Yeah, absolutely right. Mario Farnbach at Jordan Pepper. and then two seconds further back, Windward Racing and phil ellis you can't take your eyes off this for a moment john I just go back to the dpis as i say some people were a little bit snitty yeah it's just an lmp2 car it's not a proper prototype i think the last 59 races and this one in particular would rather give light to that
13: there's no question and i as you know were, was fortunate enough to be part of developing uh, a special dpi program uh, for for mazda and Obviously, they won the race last year in their final uh, event in a DPI competition. But if you look back, the cars are far more than just a, uh, a polished-up LMP2 car. It's a credit to Jim France and his vision to allow, uh, much like the GTP days of the yeah, 80s and 90s, absolutely. manufacturers to come in, take a prototype race car, get it in their design studios, style it to their brand, Represent their brand with a proper powertrain that, that fits their road-going uh, brothers and sisters. And look what has happened since 2017 uh, with Cadillac, with Acura, uh, certainly with Mazda-Nissan uh, over that time. And uh, look what's coming. We had them on, on, on the grid today with Acura being back, BMW coming back to the top category. Of course, Cadillac back. And now to repre- uh, bring Porsche back into the mix. And then wait, Lamborghini comes in 24. Just unbelievable. Absolutely
1: Look, unbelievable. Uh, by the way, if- in the battle for third in the championship in uh, DPI, the Earl Bamba zero 2 car taking service in a co- closed pit is a stop at 60. So that uh, is going to... Uh, hand that position back to Renga van der Zander and he will go back ahead in that battle for third position, the internecine battle exactly between Cadillac uh, Racing yeah.
6: the, it, as if uh, we have not enough going on here, in LMP2 uh, actually on that last lap Delatraz pulled away a little bit from Montoya because the previous lap they were separated by less than a second between the number 8 and the number 81 so Delatraz leads, Montoya is chasing and the second and third place cars both turned their fastest laps of the race last time around. Durrani has just done the same again now. The bad news is he Durrani in third position is two points two seconds behind Albuquerque who is three and a half seconds behind the overall leader. 17 minutes to go. Still traffic down through
1: the S's for the leader and sitting uh, in behind Gabby Chavez, leading for Andretti Autosport in the LMP3 category as he comes through now and heads down towards turn number six. It's still that uh, Nation Sirius XM machine that leads out onto the back straight. Got a bit of room to stretch his legs now, Tom Blomqvist, before he catches uh, Simon Mann in the AF Corsa number 21 car. That's the next car ahead. See, it was the 36 car that he's just got uh, by thought it was the leader, it was the leader, sorry, Gabby Chavez, I was absolutely right. Absolutely extraordinary race coming down to the last 17 minutes. Yeah,
6: and Chavez has pulled away a little bit from Garrett Grist, who in turn has pulled away a little bit from Malta Jakobsen. Jakobsen got back onto the lead lap in that Sean Creek's Motorsports car number 33 in LMP3. Uh, during this final court last caution period uh, and I thought was really going to put the pressure on the other two But Gabby Chavez has uh, extended his advantage that was over six seconds The number 36 Andretti Autosport car has over the number 30 car and a similar gap back to Malta Jakobsen in the number 33 and
1: still the GTD and GTD pro battles are not sorted Mario Farmbacker and Jordan Pepper are not only living with the pace of the pro guys, and why should they not? Because the cars are the same spec and the same uh, B.O.P. It's all about the drivers, and Super Mario and Jordan Pepper are right there, and they actually might start getting held up by Daniel Serra, Jack Hawksworth, uh, and Mathieu Jaminier, as, as well as Conor de Philippe, because that's the four cars ahead of them. So we've actually got, if you will, the top six GTD and GTD Pro Cars fighting it out in their two separate classes and the two GTDs of course are almost a full lap ahead uh, of the cars ahead of them. Antonio Garcia just a little bit further back from that battle, he's still not won this race in his time at Corvette, hasn't had to sometimes when he's been in the championship battle in the lead, coming down to 15 minutes from the Hagerty Global Broadcast Centre, we're live from Trackside on RS2 around the US in crystal clear stereo, Sirius XM 207 around Road Atlanta, 98.1 Road Atlanta FM. This is not a one to look away from. This has been a super, super season. Up through the gearbox for the Faf Porsche, sixth gear, down the back straight, looking at the back of the number 14, Jack Hawksworth. The AM car went out early on after a contretemps with uh, Loic Duval in the Mustang sampling car, coming down through turns three and four. Big incident, both drivers walked away, testament to the safety of all these cars, that of all of the accidents, they've all walked away. He's the leaders, and it's down to nothing down through the final corners. Again, traffic playing its part. They're side by side almost. They are side by side. They're three wide going past the Weathertech EMG, but holding on to the lead. Tom Blomfuss just about gets it. Now he's got more traffic ahead of him as he goes over the top of the hill. That is the Windward Racing car that's right ahead of
6: them. Talk about pressure. <laughs> talk about pressure <laughs> well, I mean pressure. this is absolutely amazing and uh there he was very wise he didn't try and press the issue around the outside and risk going off the road okay I'm not go- I'm not going to get him this time I'm going to tuck him behind him by doing so uh, Tom Blancus has taken full advantage of that he got through some traffic and uh, he's put several cars in between himself and the second place car that was brilliant driving by Blonkus there
1: Brendan Hartley
6: 15 15, by the way last time around so five seconds again slower than when they are in clean traffic
1: and and so much of that was down at turn 10 car moving slowly that's the 10 car that is the 10 car Philippe Albuquerque moving slowly down the back straight he's off the pace and that's why Brendan Hartley was heartbroken he must have heard something they've got a damaged car it's crabbing crabbing to the right there's damage to the rear suspension on that number 10 car and the battle for the championship is gone it's going to go to Maya Shank racing as he heads to the pit lane so was was there some damage, was there some side by side action here it was when he came down through the final corner as he goes past Windward Racing did he cut across there, no that was well maybe it was when he went past Windward it was very tight now through turn one. Didn't see a a shudder. Maybe on the wind. Yeah, it was. It was a side by side contact on the on the windward car. And that is exactly why his teammates were up on the wall. So maybe just a puncture on that. Shea Adam is watching. Is it a puncture? That could be changed quickly, or is it suspension damage? It's not a puncture. All four of the Michelins have
12: air in them. Uh, They are taking the engine cover off. They're going to look at the wishbones on this car, but I think as soon as they get the engine cover off, they'll be able to see that, yeah, left rear wishbone is bent. That's it. Oh
1: left rear wishbone with a kink in it that's uh, not supposed to be there people durani now 7 seconds away from a victory with 12 minutes to go and they don't have to win the race my shank racing want to win the race they don't need to Jeremy Shaw
6: they want, they want to finish this season the way they started it with that win at the Rolex 24 at Daytona they haven't won since then which has rankled with that team because they've been in position to do so several times and lost out in the closing stages they don't want to lose out again
1: but end to the season would be nice with the well, two there you go. big races at uh, John And we haven't been able to talk to you but you don't care because you've been loving this <laughs> have you see <laughs> what we've got to deal with Can you
13: tell these guys Uh,
1: to calm down,
13: please? Yeah, credit to you all for all the effort throughout the year. But to be honest with you, besides trying to watch the race, my phone is blowing up with people watching this. And, you know, to to give you some quotes, some of the best endurance sports car racing on the planet, bar none. uh, It's just uh, so fantastic to watch. And I, I think the biggest beneficiaries of this are not only the fans that are scattered all over Michelin Raceway Road, Atlanta, but the folks watching on the feed around the world, the folks watching on Peacock uh, who've been able to watch Flag to Flag thanks to our relationship with NBC, the folks that saw the opening several hours on NBC Network today uh, with a great call from the boys uh, and uh, the folks in Pitt Lane uh, next door. I mean, it's it's so rewarding for the sport, and that's all this is about. You know, when when Bill France Sr. and John Bishop founded IMPSA, this is what they had in mind, and my staff and my teammates and I at IMSA just want to keep uh, living up to those core values, and uh, we're delivering uh, that for, again, the fans, and that's that's all that matters.
1: Just uh, a side note here, Earl Bamberin taking fuel in a service, full service in a close pit. That's the penalty. Uh, stop plus 60. That will drop him behind Renger van der Zander He's and promoting that, okay.
6: 0-1 car uh, into third, sorry, Jeremy. He's finally making that stop. That yeah. was called a while ago, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, I'm presuming they were having a word about uh, about that and saying the pit uh, wasn't. I'm not sure. It, uh, the pit must have been closed, I suppose, because they they were they drove round pretty quickly no, John was, a, couple no, of, uh, a couple of a couple of questions about the end of this year and next year it's the uh, end of season banquet tomorrow night there's going to be some whooping and a hollering uh, the single make championships and the mission and pilot challenge ended up and again look at the drama that we had there not least in the Edemitsu Master MX5 Challenger series close to your heart where we had a tie at the line and uh, then decided on countback on wins, which was then overturned because there was a penalty on somebody else. And the guys in the pit lane, we went another five minutes past the end of the season. Same in the Porsche, Carrera Cup North America, presented by the, the Cayman Islands. Every, sea, every series this year has delivered.
13: It has, and uh, you're right, tomorrow night is the WeatherTech night of champions. We'll be handing out some hardware and some, some Tudor watches. Um, we are uh, proud to finish our season here at Michelin Raceway Road, Atlanta. And uh, what what an incredible finish across. Itamitsu um, MX-5 Cup, uh, Porsche Carrera Cup, North America, which we're proud to sanction, and uh, certainly the Michelin Pilot Challenge. But uh, we're, we were blessed with such a beautiful day today. And uh, it, it's just a fitting end to what has been a tremendous 2022 season. And uh, can't thank all the fans enough for coming out to the track but also uh for watching and tuning in and listening and uh if they like this if they like this good news it's going to get even better uh calendar already
1: sorted uh which is nice a couple of clashes with uh ACO events, which nobody likes, but unfortunately, some of these things just can't be awarded, um, um, avoided, including this race next year with ELMS. I know you'll have talked to um, uh, Pierre Fionn and, and Frederick Lequien about that. This race moves back a week. Their final race of ELMS moves, uh, uh, back, sorry, this move, moves uh, back a week. Yeah, they, they move forward a couple of weeks as well.
13: Yeah, it's a little tricky, but I think we got some action here in uh, in. Pit uh, it's lane. just the number ten is out, so
1: exactly. They just signaled. Oh, yeah, we've got a car off, yeah. and that is the that's the windward car. So that was the car that was hit by, uh, and that is the third place car in with Phil Ellis. That was the car that was hit by the number ten, and that's at turn one. Now has he had a failure? I think that's right. Rear failure for that car, where he was sideswiped by that number ten car. And that great run by Winwood has come to an end in the barriers at turn one. Now, has he got suspension damage? I think he's got steering damage on the front as well because he can't get the car to turn out of there. Phil's doing a really good job. We stay in green at the moment. That is at turn one. It's uh, partway up the hill, actually, at turn one. Can't think that anybody needs a pit stop now absolutely extraordinary we'll keep an eye uh, on that here comes the leader down through 10a and 10b rattles the kerb under the bridge pick a colour on those flag signs through there that's what I was taught around here it was past the Cetilar Ferrari down towards turn one there'll be yellow flags waving there so reduced speed sorry John just the uh, the thought about the uh, the, the clash next year i know that's uh, that's unfortunate
13: yeah there's no question uh, as we talked about at the state of the sport there's a lot of factors that go into the schedule there's uh, venues availability we like to keep consistent date and venue equities in our calendar uh, there's television windows there's uh impact on the teams when we go out to the west coast and try to do two rounds we like to not have back-to-backs we like to have not have too many races in a short span Uh, so a lot of factors and we're in constant uh, contact with Pierre Fion and Frederic Lequin uh, from the WEC so uh, more to come Um, I don't think uh, at the moment we have any chance of of changing the IMSA calendar uh, for 2023 um, but we'll continue to do our best. We don't like clashes. No. Nobody like clashes. Uh, nobody likes clashes. And uh, especially as we converge uh, the world of endurance sports car racing, uh, we only want what's best for the fans. And thank you again for the opportunity to be up here with you all as we close out the season. Full course, caution. That will, I think, end uh, this race. John, highlight
1: for you from the season?
13: Can you pick one? <laughs> no, I think there's off uh, an awful too many, and uh, tonight certainly is that. But you roll the clock back to the Rolex 24, the 60th running, and you had Jaminé uh, and uh, oh yeah, right and, at the uh, end, Luther yes. uh, coming through the the bus stop, which is now the Lamar chicane. Um, so many close finishes uh, throughout the season. Um, you know, last stint passes for the lead. Um, really proud of uh, the entire community. Uh, thanks so much for, again, uh, making the call uh, weekend in and weekend out. Thanks, John. John
1: Doonan. And it looks like the 25th anniversary race could end under uh, yellow. Uh, this from uh, Dave Volcock. Thanks to John Doonan and the rest of the team for giving us racing fans a fantastic year's racing. And the coverage, as always, you exceeded my hopes and expectations. I think he speaks for a lot of people on that. So, Jeremy, uh, a couple of real heartbreaks for the front of the field. A message from Wayne Taylor the Felipe on the radio. You had to go for it. So, absolutely, he uh, feels it was the right thing to do, to be pushing uh, that hard. But what a shame...
6: A uh, uh, really good run ruined for uh, for Winwood Racing. I'm not sure who either is to blame, to be perfectly honest. it was just They were just sort of going, you know, going for it. The number 10 car is going for the lead of the race. The number 57 car was uh, you know, trying to trace down uh, the other two leaders in uh, GTD, but it was just sort of you know, that's happened.
1: It does mean Robbie Fawley's up in the third, and Wright r- Motorsports are up into fourth in that category and by the way uh, and now where is the uh, right sport car uh, in fourth where's Roman De Angelis uh, in that uh, for the part of racing he is in seventh position well Maxime Martin is so Roman De Angelis will still take the driver's title in GTD. By the way, Jeremy, you were spot on because the 0-2 Earl Bamber car has had a secondary penalty for not serving his original penalty within four laps. So you were spot on with that. And there is joy unabounded, Andrew Marriott, uh, on the top of the pit perch as Tom Blomquist can cruise around now. We, I don't think we're going to go back to green here. It is a short yellow, so the pit won't open uh, because the white f- flag yes the that is the white flag not for course vehicles so it is going to be Maya shank racing and mike shank has won the battle of well, wits with wayne taylor racing
6: it would, yeah yeah well yes he can't be beaten now by uh, by the number uh, 10 car assuming he gets through text
1: we just we just saw Elio out there is there a fence he can climb we'll find uh, him a fence <laughs> there's not really big fences for Elio but he said that would be a nice problem to to have so this is the final yeah. lap of the season Arisi, another another success here for Risi well that is going to spur him on
2: to get that prototype isn't it
1: uh, let's uh, just take a breath for a moment and give ourselves the opportunity to run down our final in race uh, update of the year here's the top position's by Shank Racing are going to win the race with the number 60 car, Tom Blomqvist is bringing it home ahead of wheel and engineering with people Durrani finishing it off Ally Cadillac bang up to third for Kamui Kobayashi in the rest of the 4018. that looked unlikely further on, Louis Delatraz and the rest of Tower Motorsport will win in LMP2 from Dragon Speed, One Pablo Montoya finishing off the race from them and PR1 with their remaining car uh, will be in third, let's not forget the 52 cars won the championship although it ended in the wall and in LMP P3, Andretti, who've dominated this race. The most first laps led, I would say, from uh, Junior 3 Racing and Sean Creech Motorsport. A brilliant, brilliant win uh, in GTD for Acura. Uh, So a double win for Acura. uh, And that's Gradient Racing. Mark Miller and Andrus. Last win for them was uh, with CJ Racing, Wilson Racing at VIR in the IMSA Championship in 2016. They clinched the MX5 Club here with CJ Wilson Racing with Stephen McAleer in 2012. Stephen and Chad won the Conti ST Championship here in 2015. And once again, that team, uh, and particularly Mark Miller and Andres, who runs the team, uh, have won at Michelin Raceway at Road Atlanta in GTD Pro... It's 25 years since Reesey Competition won the first race here, and they'll take it in GTD. Lexus in second with Fasta Sullivan, and BMW M3, GTD, and uh, RLL wins it. Let's go down to My Shank Racing and Ollie Jarvis. Two
12: years in a row, Ollie, this is pretty sweet, but hey, you're an IMSA champion now, my friend. How does
7: it feel? Yeah, that feels good. Wow, what a race. I mean, it looked like it was kind of, um, we were out of it with about an hour and 20 to go, but I've been on the receiving end where I led it a few years back and we had an issue, you know, why we had come to be leading. So I know how the 10 feels. They've had a fantastic year. Um, so full credit to them, but for Mayor Shank to
6: come away with victory in the championship, that's, uh, that's something really special.
12: We'll end the season two with the Rolex to begin at Petit, does it get any sweeter?
0: No, we won the we won the two that count
7: and uh, the championship. So that's all that matters. Congrats. Thank you.
4: Just up the uh, way we have the uh, just quick, we're the Winners of uh, G T D Pro. It's uh, James Collado and uh, David Eri. You have to climb over the engineer, uh, James. Well, congratulations. You look shocked.
0: Uh, we're not we're not sure if we won yet. There's a uh, there's a little bit of an issue going on and. Um, We'll, we'll see what happens in a bit. What's the issue? Uh, I can't. Say, I can't say now because uh, it's it's not looking good.
4: Oh, okay. Well, that's uh, thank you. For that exclusively, you may not have won there. Well, I hope you do.
0: Well, uh, let's see. Oh, well, there we go. <laughs> Shit.
12: Climbing over a pit wall here, trying to find our GTD champion for this year. That would be Mr. Roman D'Angelo, And there he is. I see him. It's easy to find him when he's so tall and happy. Roman, congratulations. You did it. GTD champion. How sweet does this feel?
3: It feels good. I just want to share it with the, with the team now. just, I don't know, I was lost for words right now. So hopefully I find you after. I want to thank you. I want to thank everyone first. So
12: that's thank a deal. You. Enjoy, Roman.
3: That's Roman DeAngelis,
1: heart of racing Aston Martin Uh, John Ferrano from uh, the uh, winning team in uh, LMP2 Tower Motorsports.
4: He's gone off to do some back scratching and and, uh, champion champion champion. as well, yeah. He's just uh, taking the congratulations of his uh, strategist, John Ferrano. Congratulations, the race and the championship.
13: Yes, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, race, championship, driver's championship, team championship. I mean, it's all, it's all here tonight. This is just unbelievable. What a team effort. These guys are fantastic,
4: really fantastic. And Jean-Louis Delatraz just took it home.
13: He sure did. He did a brilliant job there at the end. Getting by uh, Montoya was, it's not easy to do. So he really did a great job, got by him, maintained the lead right to the end. It was beautiful, beautiful.
6: Thank great, thanks, thanks, John. Thank
1: you. Thank you. Uh, I can tell you that uh, Reese have not run they have been moved to the back of the class, drive time violation. The 62 car has been moved to the back of the class, so the uh, team from Reese Competition, uh, Competition has not won. It will be Vasa Sullivan. She is trying to chase them down at the moment. They've just heard that news. She, I think, that they've won the race. It will be BMW in second and Faf Motorsport in third position.
12: Ben Bardicote and Kyle Kirkwood can run way too fast. So I'm going to see if I see any of our other champions uh, along the way down the pit lane, and I'll shout up.
1: Nick Damon's chasing them down as well. Jeremy Shaw, what a cruel way to lose it. That must be somebody not doing the two hours and 30 minutes. That could be, or going over the the time uh, that uh, they have been set. That's, it's unfortunate, but rules is rules.
6: There's no excuses this time. I mean, you know, the... the the at Watkins Glen, uh, due to the uh, due to the race being being stopped early, um, that was yeah that was okay.
1: I've now thanks to Nate Siemens told has just popped in. It was the four hours and a six yeah, hour period. Daniel saying, yeah. Surratt in uh, that last uh, that last uh, run uh, that is uh, that is often the one that catches people out. Andrew, yeah, and of course Beaky Sims retired from that team who used to you know. He was on it yeah and uh, indeed rick Mayer uh, and the rest of the team uh, nick damon has caught up with the uh, winners in gtd pro that's the uh, vasa
4: sullivan guys uh, still running past me congratulations
14: carl oh my gosh this is what an incredible moment for the team we thought we had the win there that caution definitely hurt us but uh rules are rules and this is our first win in endurance racing. It's absolutely incredible. It's a huge moment for Vassar Sullivan and all of Lexus. They've been in this for years, and they've never had an endurance win. And this is this is the time now to celebrate for us. Great stuff, those
4: cars. So we're just running more than four hours in 6 hours here with Daniel Serra, and that changed the result.
1: Carl with there for Vassar the there. Sullivan. Uh, but what a win at the front of the field. 4 hours, 11 minutes. Not even close let's uh, get down to gradient uh, their maiden victory uh, in gtd and in imsa competition mario farmbacker brought it home but you've got to say it jeremy that was a full team effort till bexelsheimer did his bit. kiffin simpson had the fastest lap of the race for quite a long way through and i think it was only jordan pepper late on or about three quarters of the way two thirds of the way through that beat uh, his time that was a great team effort for gradient fixed the turbo problem after the qualifying session started dead last and have won the race finishing 18th
6: overall and their first victory and the seventh different manufacturer to win a race in GTD this season that's that's a pretty remarkable stat on its own Uh, BMW uh, have done has done enough to win the manufacturer championship in GTD GTD Pro of course was Ferrari Uh, excuse me was Porsche excuse me was Porsche with the FAF Motorsports But that, so that, that win then for uh, for the Vassa-Sullivan team, uh, that will move uh, Ben Barnacott up to second place in the points ahead of the uh, Corvette. Josh and the rest of the Andretti team, that's uh,
4: amazing stuff for the uh, for the P3 win.
7: Yeah, mega. You know, uh, this year we've had our chances and for one reason or another it's slipped away, so... It was a nerve-wracking race. Um, we had a lot to lose for the last half of it, and i um, finally happy to just get some reward. I'm very happy for the team. First full-time run in the championship. Uh, i like to thank Andretti for the opportunity, and so good to finish on a win. Congratulations.
12: Colin Brown, John Bennett, champions. It's not something new to both of your titles, but LMP3, this is the first time. Colin, at the end of that race, I saw you were making some pretty bold dives into
14: turn one. You still were trying anything for that win. Yeah, you know, we were kind of a few laps back, I think, so we had to be kind of smart about it. Those races are tough when you're in a position to only lose, really. So, um, you know, it had to be... The normal rhythm and the normal cadence but um you know a bit conservative and a bit smart um, obviously with the gap that we had in the championship um you know would have been dumb to throw it away so had to race hard but pretty smart at the same time so um, you know those are always tough races when you've got to be i think smarter than your you know heart desires but um, you know you got to keep the big picture in mind of these Carlos sport guys that did a great job on pit lane john and george did a great job in the car today and um you know being smart right i mean that's the name of the game you got to be smart you got to be fast when it counts and i feel like we did a good job of that this year
4: i uh, just did nip it here with uh, mario super mario super Lark final stint
6: <laughs> i have absolutely no words it's uh, was war out there like literally war there were parts flying and crazy crazy moves and it was just crazy i had so much pressure from behind and In front of me was like just war and I don't know, I just tried to maintain a gap and
4: don't burn off my front tires and uh, we did it. (laughs) (laughs) Congratulations to Mario Farmbach from the 66 car, this is the man, Till, you've won. (laughs) I can't believe it, I really can't believe it. First win, one of the biggest races in the world. Yeah, and from last place as well, so (laughs) last place in the whole race and uh, yeah. Uh, ended up winning out of all the gt cars including the pro cars so So how much do you pay the (laughs) scriptwriter? yeah (laughs) not enough (laughs) great stuff (laughs) 66 gradient car there till i'm gonna have to help you say that again thank you so much
12: (laughs) john bennett i didn't get a chance to talk to you but this is your team this is your beautiful organization that you've created with core autosport you've had first or second in the championship i think this is the fifth time now in the running of you and colin you going to come back next year are we going to get more of this
7: please say yes oh yeah i'll be back next year for sure uh, i think colin said it very well it's you know at the end of the day you know at the end of a long season it's uh it's it really is a team effort it's it sounds a little bit cliche but we've had a great great group all year and and uh and of course our, our third driver george kurtz who was in uh, all the long races uh did an excellent excellent job so um yeah i mean uh that's what happens when all the switches are on and uh uh, just so, so pleased to be able to uh, share a race car with Colin, who's always uh, as fast as lightning, and, and uh look forward to coming back next year. George and Colin still have a championship
12: that they're fighting for next weekend. You're going to be there cheering them on?
7: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, George and Colin will go to the, another series uh, in Indianapolis and, uh, and contend for another championship. So uh, super exciting for, uh, for them and for all of us. See you in January. Absolutely. Look forward to it. Thanks, Jay.
4: With uh, Tom Baumgrist. Tom, how nerve-wracking was that last in? Um,
7: <laughs> to be honest, I had some, uh, something was in me, you know, I mean, the last few hours there I was, I was so motivated, um, you know, the car started to come to me and we had nothing to lose, so, I know, I, I felt like I, I, found something extra, I mean, I I've, I've, was doing moves that I, I, didn't really, I felt like I was in some sort of zone, there a few times where I could have gone completely wrong, but, uh, yeah, you know, something, someone was looking down on us today. And, you know, I think we were meant to win this, so, uh, yeah.
4: What was it like when you saw the two Cadillacs in the kitty litter?
7: Well, I mean, it wasn't really going to change our race because they were behind us anyway at that point. But uh, I was actually a bit, bit gutted because I think they were quick and they could have, you know, spiced things up. But uh, anyway, we, we won the race. So uh,
4: And the championship.
7: Yeah, we were at the front and won the race. So, I mean, what a way to finish this season. I mean, the win and obviously the championship, man, that's
5: amazing.
4: Thanks, Dominic. Uh, with Elio, Cashin, Elio I can't see a fence you decline.
5: climb. I know, right uh, but you know what? We don't need a fence. Uh, these guys did an incredible job. The entire uh, MSR team did an amazing job. It, it, this is remember when we talked about two hours to go. It was like we need a sort of like a, a help, and he did. This place is all about that. Actually, IMSA is about that. It's always last minute and. Uh, great job as well for the number 10. What a great championship. But in the end of the day, the winner is Acura. They gave us a great car and uh, not only we conquered the the Daytona 24 hours and now these guys did a championship. I'm just glad to be part of this amazing organization.
1: Fantastic. Thank you, Elian. I somehow feel as though the run of second positions for that car in the middle of the season uh, might not be weighing too heavily on their minds now for uh, Shank Racing Jeremy Shaw.
6: No, brilliant performance. I mean that really was they they've 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 earned that the hard way, no question about it. Uh, they they were helped to win the race certainly, but uh, they did a, I mean they had a strategy uh, they kept that strategy, and then Tom Blomkis, he really was inspired in that final stint. You know, that car, out of the first, the first 393 laps of the race, it led 12 of those laps, uh, but it then uh, took control in that final stint, and Tom Blomkis did the rest. Brilliant performance. Nick's got Jack Hawksworth. Jack Hawksworth, fantastic final
4: stint, but when did you find out you'd actually won? Uh,
5: about 30 seconds after the checkered, so... <laughs> That whole race was just wild. Like right? the the end yeah. Oh, but I'm just so happy. This has been a long time coming for this team, and uh, yeah, they, the guys have worked the bollock, worked so hard for it. <laughs> there
4: was about 25 minutes to go, and you were pushed into 10A and 10B by the Porsche. And then three cars came round you. It was like a, like a almost like the World
5: War Two. I had more I had more contact in the last 30 minutes of that race, and I think I've had the whole season, probably the whole IMSA career. Uh, we had the, had the pass into 10 or, or 7 on the porch. We had contact there, and then he hit me three or four times, and God knows how the car's still in one piece. So, well, God knows the car is still in some pieces, uh, but yeah, awesome.
4: Jack, great stuff. Thank you, mate. Mark
12: Miller, technically, this is your second Petit Lamar win. The first one came with you driving back in 2016 in the Viper. This one, though, completely different role. You're still in a fire suit because you're still doing over-the-wall duties, but talk about your role today.
14: I helped, uh... Our fearless leader, Andrus Lavins, this is his first WeatherTech uh, win, um, so I'm pretty, pretty stoked for him. Um, yeah, what I, a first win for Gradient. I think I am the uh, longest uh, running employee for Andrus for the, like tw- almost 12 years now, so this is really special for us. I I wasn't behind the wheel, but uh, watching my teammates here from Daytona like uh, win this race, I'm two for two here, because this is the only really competed in two of these events, and in 16, with Riley and the Viper for the, their last run uh, in the Viper to win, and and this year couldn't be prouder. All these drivers, the entire crew, every stop was absolutely flawless. Drivers put in mega stints. Uh, Till started out with with uh, a couple doubles that just rocked it, and um, Kiffin, you know, really showed up here completely prepared, um, and really was like rock solid in his uh, his double at the end to set us up and. I mean, I can't say enough about Mario. I mean, everybody knows why they call him Super Mario. He put in like these stellar, you know, shaved the 15 seconds off um, the lead. And uh, that last stop, we really kind of were setting ourselves up for a win. Got a little bit of help. But uh, you saw how crazy this GTT field is. It's awesome.
12: Well, that was the one question that I had for you as terms of not being in the car driving. Is there anyone else in the world that you would have preferred to have in this Acura besides Super Mario?
14: Absolutely not. I mean, me. But That's why I said besides you. Absolutely not. I mean, uh, Mario and I have become really good friends uh, over the last year. And and, he is not just an amazing talent and great, not just with the Acura, with any GT car, but especially with the Acura, with the confidence level he's got. But um, he brings up everybody around him, and you know, like, that's the type of guy I like to spend my time with because that's the type of guy I am. So um, I really, really have enjoyed it, and, and um, Mario deserves this win for sure.
1: Congrats to the whole team.
14: Thank you. Thank you.
1: Shit, Adam and Nick Dearman down in the pit lane. They're going to stay there for Michelin Post Race Tech, exclusively live on RS2. We're going to hand over the PA 98.1 in just a second or two for the formalities. Thanks to everybody here at Michelin Race, we're Road Atlanta and all of our technical staff. What a season we've had here. In 112 days, we'll be back at the Raw before the 24. And in the 59 races, the winning cars in the DPI Cup degrees have covered 13,300 laps that's 42,060.28 miles that was before this race and so that is now 43,134.7 miles since the start of the DPI era at the Rolex 24 in 2017 and we start a new era of GTP they're on the track here on Monday and Tuesday, they're on track at the Raw before the Rolex 24 in those 112 days. Andrew Marriott and Jeremy Shaw are alongside me at the end of the race in the Haggerty Global Broadcast booth. share and uh, Nick down in the pit lane. Stay tuned for Michelin post-race tech. Hashtag Michelin PRT at IMSA Radio.
0: This programme is a Radio Show Limited production. For more, check IMSAradio.com and subscribe to IMSA Radio wherever you get your podcasts.